Yo, yo, what's up? This is Treasy from the Kind of Movie Critics Podcast, and I just wanted to give a disclaimer about this episode. Uh, we had a very, very special guest, Mad Skills. You probably know him from the wrap-ups every year. Um, we had him because he made some very public, critical remarks about the Queen and Slim film. And those remarks resulted in a conversation between him and Lena Waithe, which resulted in him making a very public apology about uh, his critical statements. So, uh, th- you know, it, this is a very important conversation because we are getting his perspective straight from the horse's mouth. And I believe this is the first time he's been public uh, outside of his social media since making those remarks. The reason for the disclaimer is there is a small chunk of the conversation where we had audio technical issues and we lost a part of his conversation. During that section, you're going to hear Martin, the mailman, Leezy and myself just kind of recapping, you know, that portion of the discussion and filling in how skills felt about it. So you will not hear him during those portions. Uh, It's in the middle. We'll put time codes in the description of the episode. When we switch over, it will be indicated by an audio indicator that you'll hear. And, um, and then the, the conversation will hopefully transition over seamlessly. So, but regardless, it was still a very, very, very important conversation that I'm so glad we had. And a uh, special thanks to, uh, Mad Skills for showing up and showing out for the kind of movie critics podcast. So strap in and enjoy. Please be advised. The kind of movie critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. Yeah, man, kind of movie critics. Uh, just uh, the, white, the white folks ain't in the building for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we here to get real. That's what this is. We, we, these certain conversations that you got to have amongst your own people. That's not you know, at all how this happened. Behind they the closed door. They didn't go see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they knew what it was. They nah, knew. Chandler wanted to see it. He, that's he what he said. He wanted to see it after we saw it. Because at first he was like, the reviews wasn't good. I yeah. mean, you know. I, you know, I always defend Corey when you be like, he don't like black shit. I'm telling you. And I kind of stopped doing that. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, yeah, because the evidence is there. I mean, Chandler's a strike one. Yeah. <laughs> First offense for Chandler, man. But yeah, there's certain conversations you got to have behind closed doors amongst our own people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Facts. And that's what this, you got talking to the mic. And I haven't oh. introduced you yet either, my nigga. Okay. You you went from Ghost Rider to, to you know, you be taking that job seriously, man. Like, <laughs> behind the mic, man. But anyway, oh, wow. man, that, that voice you hear. Is uh my OG, uh the man of the hour, Mister uh fuck anybody who go see Queen and Slim. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you gonna introduce me? Yeah, why not? We go. Wow. We gonna tear you that know facade what I was down. Thinking about in the car, and he probably not gonna like this because uh-huh. really, I was like, are we skills? Are we mad? We not mad no more? Okay, right, <laughs> so I right. Like, I was like, skills is mad. Skills is skills mad. Is, I was, I was is like, tight. skills was mad. Then he was skills, and I was like, yeah. he's mad again. He not mad no more. He not mad. He not mad no <laughs> That's more. That's exactly how that happened, right? Yeah. But if any for anybody that don't know, man, Virginia's own motherfucking mad skills. A.K.A. Skills, A.K.A. My Nigga. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, that's that. <laughs> I be doing that shit to my daughter, yo. Hey, hey. Uh, that, 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 that Kawhi Leonard shit. <laughs> All What's right, up, y'all? How y'all doing? Yeah, man. Yeah, so. Um, you joining us for a second time. So, yeah, second time, right? The what first, was the first movie we talked about? We, we didn't talk about, about the movies movie? we did, Rappers uh, Turn Act. Oh, yeah, yeah Rappers, uh, rappers Turn Act. He's one of our early celebrity guests. I was appropriate for that. You were appropriate, I was appropriate for, that. for that. Right. You ain't never, you know what I'm saying, acting no blockbuster. 
I acted in my own shit. You did. Which you helped shoot. Yeah, so. you, well, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm going down, we all going down. Yeah, we bigger than skills. <laughs> You Yo, was there too. I think I got test. I think I got the test footage too. I that's still the, have it. Oh, you do. Oh, oh you have oh, the footage. Oh. Anyway, that's yeah. a whole other podcast. I think podcast. he might have been our very first guest on the pod. Like, no, show me was, but I yeah, wouldn't hear you. Yeah, show me. Yeah, shout out, show, show me. Yeah, shout. Out. I, I met you because of show me. As a matter yeah, of fact, yeah, yeah. No, that's how we connected. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Big shout out to show me. Yeah, big shout out to show me, man. A lot, a lot of fruit came from the from the show me tree. Yes, man. sir. So. um Obviously, we ain't we ain't talking about what we seen. We ain't talking about none of that shit. We getting straight into Queen and Slim, and I just want to let you guys know before we get into uh, Queen and Slim, this is not. We are not here for any salacious material. So if you click because you saw Skills' name and you heard the rant and you think that we trying to do whatever or say whatever about Reunited. Lena Wave, we this, this is not what we doing. We having a real honest conversation about artistic integrity. Um, there's going to be some opinions that. Obviously, you know you know how kind of movie critics do it. We have our opinions, so we're not changing nothing about that. But this ain't here. We're not here to slander any creatives in that way. Uh, we're here to not, give our not, opinions, not in the way I did. Yeah, not in the way this nigga. I got, that's why I had to give you that disclaimer because if, if by by chance Melina or Lena is listening, I don't want them to be no, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Listening, ready to curse me the fuck out because of you and shit. No, I no, definitely no. heard you were coming on the show before I even seen right, the right. Absolutely. So that was already, and I had to stay true to that because Treasy had asked me, and I'm like, yeah, nah, like, and even with all the events that unfolded. Like I'm still down for for this open discussion, you know what I'm saying, and, and to to tell y'all, you know, exactly how I felt when I seen this shit initially. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for those of you who don't know, like a few days ago, Skills told everybody on Instagram how he felt, what his visceral reaction to Queen and Slim was, and then you know some other things transpired where he could speak in his own words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll, let me start where the journey began for me. Okay. okay. Wednesday, I'm motherfucking chilling. At home with my daughter, and I get a yo fuck Queen and Slim text. <laughs> right? Damn, I did text you first. Yeah, you texted. I texted you right after I saw it, and I was like, I I sent the what I, I sent you back that Drake shit with after the, the when he went live on Toronto. Yeah, he was talking to Clay. He was like, yes. you didn't mean it. Yeah, you didn't mean that. <laughs> you didn't mean it. With um, uh, so so I knew so Wednesday the day that came out, Skills was already on the uh the train that he was, and Skills and I got on the phone, mm-hmm. and I was livid. I, you I was were livid. livid. Yeah, very much so. Um, I will say. I started understanding your opinion mm-hmm. um, a lot more. And I started, you know, I, you're known for like hitting me up, joking and being funny and all that flash shit. So I didn't know if you were serious. Oh, no, I was dead serious. After I saw the movie, I realized he was dead serious. Right. So um, that's where the journey started for me. Right. Lizzie, when did you see Queen Islam? Uh, I saw it Thanksgiving night. I had a very dramatic Thanksgiving for those of y'all who know me. Thanks for keeping me in prayer. And oh, wow. <laughs> no, I wasn't like that. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Family gets together. Family gets together. Okay. Soul but, food, I feel like. Yeah. So um, I actually ended Shout up Shout out to Aunt Faith. Night. Go ahead, though. <laughs> I don't have an Aunt Faith, eh? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about Faith from Soul Food. Oh, Real no, niggas know what I mean. That. It won't that. Okay. Oh, okay. It wasn't so, that. But I, def- I went Thursday night. Um, I was actually very excited to see this movie. Right. Um, like from the first time I saw the trailer, like months and months ago. Like I get, well, we all know I get excited about black shit. Black Shout shit. out to Waves coming out this weekend yes. and the photograph. Excited yes. for those still. Um, and then like as it drew nearer, Chandler was like, "The reviews aren't that good," and I was like, "Fuck Chandler, I love you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> 
But um, I was determined to like it. Like um, I heard Daniel Kalu was on the read, and I was like super excited to see it. And then I saw it. Right. And um, and I'll tell you how I feel in a minute. Okay. So that's where we arrived with you, Martin. When did you see Queen and Slew? I saw it Tuesday. Okay. So I mean, I already knew people had negative feelings about it. Right. So I just wanted to see it for myself. See what people were talking about. Okay. All right, and, and all right. So, so that's our journeys of how we saw Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we ready to get into this motherfucking movie? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Where do we start? First, fr- fr- let's start with "Don't hate me" when this conversation is over. Okay, that's Lizzie <laughs> speaking. Um, the, this movie throws us right into the conversation, uh, midpoint conversation of uh, Queen and Slim, who is obviously there's not their real names, but right. that's that's how we know them. Um, the characters. How did y'all feel when this movie like how did y'all feel in that conversation? Like did it did it draw y'all in or what? the conversation in the diner? Yeah. Were y'all were y'all on board with the, just the way this movie opened up? I think it was just exposition to tell you who they were without telling you who they were and then I realized probably 10 minutes into the movie like we didn't know their names. Mm. Okay. So you, I see that's not even a thing that I even thought about right off the rip. No, I mean post layer cake <laughs> I'm always like, what's your name? Because so, oh, I didn't. I mean, I watched all of Layer Cake, not realizing I never heard the nigga's name. So right, right. now I pay attention to that. Got you. Interesting. Um. Uh. What What, what else do we want to say about this conversation, man? Um. I I think like the conversation was really to tell you about what their experiences were and where their positions were in society. That you know that uh, Slim. What was his name? Ernest or Earl? I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. that's that uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, Slim, that he was a regular guy. He was a regular working man, that yep. he wasn't um, in the street or anything like that. He took her on a date to like a regular ass place. Because it was black owned. Because it was black owned. Right. Yeah. Um, and that she was educated and that she was very familiar with her rights, mm-hmm. with the justice system, and with defending people who find themselves in, in situations where they're labeled as criminals. Right. Um, yeah, right off the rip. I'm going to tell you, I was like, I don't like this bitch. Right, right. off the rip. Facts. I was like, she's just a little too much, man. Uppity-ass like, black girl with a dude who's trying to be super cool and have a conversation. Yeah. And she just keeps swatting the shit down. It, was like, it, yeah. it, it automatically was like, this is a bad date. Yeah, that's how I yeah. felt. I was like, damn, dude ain't even deserve this shit. And you hit him up and... Three, he hit you three weeks ago. You ain't had shit to say to him. And all of a sudden, you hit him up and said, let's go to dinner tonight. And you got attitude. Because you, you asked be, to be here. You, yeah. want you can't be mad. He said he worked. I mean, he works at Costco. Like, you, where did you expect him to take you? That was the other part of that. Like, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I will say, when he reached over to grab shit off her plate, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I ain't all the way on board with this nigga neither. He kind of, right. he a little different. She wasn't going to eat it. Yeah. And he was paying for it. Yeah, I ain't, I'm not saying I wouldn't have done that. Like, not, yo, what you gonna, what you gonna do with this mac and cheese? You done with this shit? Yeah. I mean, you already don't fuck with me. I would have yeah. moved my shit. Over. I ain't getting no pussy. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do with that mac and cheese? Yeah. You, but you, but you, you don't put your fork out. You move, you move your plate and be like, like you know, yeah. show me a little bit oh, over here. Yeah. So I'm supposed to have manners <laughs> when this <laughs> bitch don't even want to be here. Right, right. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta have some dignity about the way you grab shit off niggas' plate. Yeah, especially, yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You can't come off like you ain't ate like this whole week 
And that's how I'm that paying came. for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so skills is petty, apparently. You can't see petty Murphy. Petty that's my name. Off your plate. <laughs> petty Murphy. I would have ate the chicken and tossed the bone back on your plate <laughs> like Trick Daddy. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that scene. He, he eat up her last flat <laughs> and bone that bitch in slow motion back across her plate. The flat, though. The flat. We, we know which team you on. Exactly. I fuck with the flat. Like, bing. Imagine that scene. <laughs> That's the sound of the bone in the air. That bitch would have been yeah. like... This you nigga. know what? Take me home. Yeah, that that's what she said though. Insane. After he, after he yeah. grabbed, uh, that, she's ready to go. Honestly, that's a Martin move. I feel like that's something you would do on a date, Martin. Oh, what? Eat other people's food? Yeah, off the rip. Nah, that ain't me. That's not you. you got me all the way fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Martin's, hey, Martin. uh, Martin's yo. here now, y'all. Yo. yo, Martin, show up. I'm loving it. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Nah, he don't. He don't got his Billy Ho outfit on today. We ain't far ago. He got on a hoodie. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah, it's wintertime, Martin. Yeah. He with the shits. He got on his Creed outfit today. He with he with, <laughs> he with all the shits today. <laughs> so every 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 time we do a, a podcast, skills man, Martin coming here dressed like a different movie character. That's a, and so today, so today That's is Apollo dope. Creed. Yeah, he, for sure. not, he definitely looks like he oh, looks like Adonis yeah, Creed. Adonis <laughs> right now. So um, great hoodie, He's taller than Michael B. Jordan. Did you right. run here, my nigga? Yeah. <laughs> no, facts. That's funny. Um, not much else happened in this diner, right? We just this right. is just a prelude Quick. to who they are. Um, I mean, you get the sense that he see he's a lot more aware of people around him than she is, in a sense. I mean, because mm. he, he's he's familiar with the waitress. He's not tripping off the food. Like, right. He's a little bit more considerate of other people than she is. He just seems very kind. Yeah. 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 He does seem very kind. Um, um, do you? But he doesn't feel like an alpha male or nothing like no, that, right? Nah. He no. doesn't feel like that. She's she's definitely a lot more alpha at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. In this particular situation. Okay. Um, so they leave the diner. Uh, they on the ride back, you know, nice little cool banter and shit like he that. Yes, trust God on his license plate. <laughs> yeah. How much nicer could the nigga be? <laughs> yeah, he did have trust God on his license plate. Search niggas be fake nice. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't, I hadn't got that from him yet. Yeah. Nah, so, nah, nah. Even if, he, if it was coming, uh-huh. you know, he's like, you know, so what happens next? And she like, you take me the fuck home. Right. What you thought was going to happen. You thought he was going to go upstairs and have sex? Yeah. And he had to even laugh at that, like, damn. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. No, I thought we were talking to get to know each other. Right. And clearly, she doesn't want to do that. Yeah. It's it's evident. She makes that point evident. She makes it evident. Can we talk about how good of an actor Daniel Kaluuya Very is, good. man? Yeah. Let, let's clap it up for him. Oh, yeah, man. Daniel Kaluuya is a... Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy... I, I say... I mean, even though I didn't like Widows, I loved him in Widows. Everything that I've seen him in, um, I, I've, I've, I've appreciated him. There were some parts in Widows that I didn't like that he was in, but mm-hmm. um, I liked his, I've liked his performance, everything it, that I've yeah, seen Widows, so far. Yeah, Widows, it wasn't him. It was the writing. Yeah, the writing was bad in Widows. Um, so they get pulled over by the racist cop, um, and this whole situation happens. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't have to go blow by blow. Let's right. just start... Um, Let's just start getting into the into the shits, man. Like, well, I do want to talk about that scene. Okay, well, I'm gonna let you run it. Let's go. You drive the boat. There was so much wrong with the way that that fucking went down. All right, where, where did this it start? This is where the writing gets weird to me. Bet. Did anyone else feel like him saying like 
Could You Hurry It Up was hella unrealistic. And it was obviously this cop wants a fucking problem. Right. It'd be like, Can You Hurry It Up? Like, that's just a very odd word choice. And then the cop's reaction to me is like super over the top. Like, I think more realistically, if he had like, like smacked them or punched them or something. Like right. I, I just I, I don't know. I I've never been in that situation, but I would think that the cop would try to overpower him physically before he goes straight to pointing a gun at his fucking head. Right. It just it just felt like really it just felt odd. It didn't feel realistic. Well, but you've never been in that situation. I haven't. So but how it, could you? How could how real could that be? And well, to be fair, just. In my observation of the way that these things have escalated on film, I seen a white kid get pulled over talking shit to a cop and end up dying. They tussle first, right? Um, And I, I, I think the situation with the white kid was way more similar to this. Mm -hmm. And the white kid was being a dick. Gotcha. But um, he didn't deserve to die. Right. But it, it didn't go from like. You're getting on my nerves to like I'm pointing a gun at your head, right? So I just was like, okay, I feel like there was something missing there in him pulling the gun out. So I was just all right, all right. And then her, I'm reaching for my cell phone, I'm reaching for and yelling. I'm just like, all right. So this and she just kept escalating the situation. Yeah. And I'm just, I think I take that back to like the conversation we were, and I, that wasn't With her man out. to be fair, yeah. but like and get out. It's just kind of like. Let him handle it. Yeah, but, but she's a she lawyer. Was also, I get she it. She was yeah. also in a place where she's like, he probably doesn't know he, his rights. Right. Like uh, we don't have to consent to this. Yeah. He, like, and he's like, yo, just chill. Like, because he's still just chill. Yeah. yeah. She's still the same girl from the diner. Of course. He's still the same guy. Not thinking that this shit is gonna go. Like, yo, just let him look. It ain't shit in there with sneakers. Like, I'm not going to jail for sneakers in my trunk. Yeah, like, he's just not gonna chill. find shit. Yeah. Yeah. He knew wasn't nothing in his trunk. A nigga with some shit in his trunk would have been a whole different nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's obvious that he he has a I mean, trust God. Like he's he has a very trusting spirit. He thinks this shit is gonna be fine. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not thinking that like, yo, this cop is actually just out to get me. I mean, we're we're privy to the fact that this police officer takes his license, registration, sit in the car, doesn't type in nothing. He just sits in the car, says some shit over a walkie, comes out and makes a big deal out of something. So right. we, get we, out the car. Yeah. So we know he didn't. He has no reason to do this. But soon as she, soon as he says get out the car, she knew what it was. Yeah, she knew what time it was. Um, but he didn't. So that's what I took it as. He just has a trusting nature. He didn't see he didn't see the the hit coming. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. even though he was he was conscious like, yo, like uh, like I'm re- didn't he say like I'm reaching in my glove compartment? Yeah, he he kind of like it. talked through so he's aware but he's just not thinking that this is what this is. So so just to double back to what you were saying, Lizzy, I don't at this point I didn't feel like the writing was Nothing. wrong. I just felt like we're dealing with a nut ass white guy. I mean, I just thought it was weird. I feel like we had to get to that point for the controversy of the movie anyway. To happen, yeah, yeah. Like otherwise, you know what I mean? So, so you're saying like a tussle or something like that would have made it make a little bit more sense to you? Yeah. Oh, they tussle. Yeah. I mean, but after just, he put the gun to his head, like after he shot the girl. Yeah, after he shot the like shot that's her. when the tussle popped off. Yeah, but uh-huh. I mean, Jay. Daniel Kaluuya's reaction in that situation made all the sense in the world, except for him fucking being like, 
can we hurry it up? I'm like, okay, we yeah. were doing so good. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, part of me feels like he, it was like an involuntary slip. Like, like, like he was just thinking out loud. Like, yes, right, like he was thinking right, which, out loud. Which can possibly that. happen. Yeah, like, that, that's how it felt it to me. That's some shit I would say, like, you, you think you're saying it under your breath, and right. then you realize you're not. And it's like, oh, And it's shit. like, what? And it, and it turned And we've whole, all done that. Yeah, like this bitch. I, I, can, I, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, all. I just uh, thought it was odd. I agree. I I thought he, you know, I mean, and it might have just been been the way he delivered the line. I think if he wasn't making co- eye contact with the with the cop, had he lowered his head, like it would have been more evident that like maybe he was talking to himself, right? Um, so maybe it was just the acting choice in that moment that made right. it weird. Okay. Um, but I, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. So I won't blame that on on the writing. We'll just we'll just Daniel Kaluuya makes one mistake. Makes one mistake. <laughs> Got you. But Got yeah. you. Uh, Martin, where you you you. Anything you want to add to this scene yet? I thought it was kind of weird that, like, they kind of went out of their way to show that the cop isn't, like, totally a bad person because he has, like, a picture of his kids on his dashboard. Oh, that don't mean shit to me. I think that I mean, that... Racist, got, racist niggas got kids, too. Yeah, but I, I, it didn't mean shit to me, but I think that uh, a lot of cops who behave that way don't think... I think it's more about them how they think of themselves and not okay. me perceiving mm. that they're a good person. But, I mean, that's your takeaway, so... Mm. It, yeah. did, is that what it invoked for you seeing the kids? I mean, it's a shot of it. There's a shot of it. So it's clearly they want you to think this cop isn't like him. Like before the situation happens, they want you to think like there's a great, it's not black and white. There's a gray area to this entire situation. Right. He had kids, but he was still a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Big facts. Which is, that's reality. I mean, <laughs> what that put me in the mind frame of uh, just with, you know, the emotion that that picture evoked for me is just the sentiment that all cops have is like, I'm just trying to get home to my family. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when I observe those situations, it's unnecessary because they escalate them themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that goes, that actually goes against their training. I have friends who are cops. We've been over this and they talk about the ways that they're taught to deescalate situations. Mm-hmm. And it's just people don't employ those tactics. Right. Well, the whole thing came out a little bit later that this cop. Yeah, killed this, somebody. He had yeah. killed somebody before. Yeah, so this got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> so he, this is a pattern with this guy. Right. Um. All right. So they, you know, cop gets shot, killed. Um. The decision to run, is that. Is that a decision that y'all are making in this in this particular situation? Probably. Yeah. To run, y'all. Probably. Everybody's running. You running, Martin? Probably. Yeah. Fuck. You wouldn't run. I mean, well, especially with the context of this film now. No, I would not run. Understanding like how I would went to Canada instead of like well, Cuba. My my thing is that like, oh, man, that's it's a hard that's one, true. man. Because if you run, there nothing good's gonna come out of running. We know that. Like Nothing good was going to come out of not running either. I, I feel like you have better chances not running than you do with running. You better tripping. chance at what? For shooting yeah. a cop and it's on a dash cam? But the but fact that the you're there on the drew, dash cam. That he drew the gun on him first. And exactly. Now, now, mind you, you can't hear no words on the dash cam. You can't hear audio. Right. But, but you can see this. You he see had his it. hands behind his head. You just see it. Yeah. The girl says what she says. She goes into her jacket. He shoots her. He already had the gun out at that point, right? But he she wasn't supposed to. Uh, but he already did. But, so yeah. he already had the gun out at that point. She says what she says. He shoots her. This nigga's Daniel Kalula is tripping. Yeah. Cause at this point it's like, fuck. Right. You just shot her. Right. We're gonna die. Like, yeah. 
that you just shot her. She could have died just, I don't know if she's dead or not. Right. Yeah, because even though he shot her in the leg, it, it went on the outside. Had it gone right. on the inside, it would sever her artery, mm. most likely. She, she could have bled, out. bled right out. There. And right, right. So I can understand the after the fact. Yeah. Like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. Right. And even he's like, but we weren't wrong. And she's like, at this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a story they're going to tell. Yeah. We might not even get a chance to tell this story. Right. They going to kill us as soon as they find us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a... Yeah, you Let's know, figure this shit the fuck out. But see, to, see, that's where my rationale happens is like, if it's going to happen, they're going to catch you at some point. So... If if that's the fate to be had, let me not even put all that energy into it. Let's Shit, just deal with this. Nah. Like I'd rather deal with my. That, I'm just. I've never shot a cop. And but I I, right. I agree with skills though. I'm not the sure. outcome of it, it ain't happening right here right now. Yeah, yeah the outcome of it you. is death. Like in that situation, like the odds of them just capturing you and letting you chill is very low because they obviously didn't have. We'll talk about the end, but okay. like, yeah, they can say whatever they want to say. Right. That's I, true. I mean, if you think the the options are die, run or die, like I'm running. Right. Facts. Okay. So, I'm, so you're I, gonna, but you're I gonna have to kill me. I recognize I'm a minority in that situation. Do you think if they turn themselves in that she probably would have made it out of the situation? If they turn themselves in, she would have made it out. Um, potentially. Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, I don't know. I mean, because because what we're doing is we're judging off a handicap scale anyway. So if right. if, if we're saying rash like. The cops wouldn't act rationally and would kill you based upon you turning yourself in and being there. Then yeah, why not? Why why leave a living witness? You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. heat. You know. Well, anyway, that's a. But all right, so we off that. They 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 decided to run. Mm-hmm. Um, side tangent question for you, skills. Yes. As somebody who writes raps for other people, say you happen to write raps. <laughs> say you happen to write a rap for a gentleman. A, another rapper mm-hmm. that wants to talk about murder and talk about getting away with murder. Mm-hmm. In this song, do they forget to check their gas meter? <laughs> do they forget to do they forget Probably. to look at how much gas is in the motherfucking Probably. gas tank? Okay, so I'm so, thinking about everything else at that point. All right, so there's validity to I did not see that my car was on E because I'm thinking of my situation. Facts. There's validity there. Okay, right. I, I or I at least need to get. Out of, if I did the shit in Chesapeake, I'm like, if I did the shit in Chesapeake, I'm like, I'm not getting gas until we get to fucking Petersburg. To Petersburg, right? Okay. You know what I mean? Somewhere where I can do this shit real quick, fast, right? Because soon as, as soon as I show up on a camera or whatever, they know what direction I'm in, what car I'm in. Good point. Like, or I'm getting gas immediately, right? At the next gas station, I see I'm getting gas before niggas even realize it's a dead cop in the middle of the street, right? But the nigga had called it in. Who called it in? The, the, well, he didn't call it in. He had called in their plate. Oh, yeah, he called it he in. Had called, like, he had already made a call. Yeah. And then you don't hear from him no more. Right, right, so, right. So you know something's fishy. Right. Yeah, well, he didn't ask for backup, though, so. Right. Um, which was, you know. But if the motherfucker, if the if the dispatch chirp back mm-hmm. and yeah. keep don't getting a response. Right, no, I keep. He's sending, she's sending somebody to that location. Facts, and which is probably what happened. Right. All right, uh, and not to mention, I'm sure some of the neighbors heard the gunshots, right. or whatever the case may be. All right, so boom, they're on the they're they're moving. <laughs> All right, so boom, <laughs> they, they moving, they moving. Choice right. words. So, All right, so uh, boom. So, <laughs> the language of our people. So we get so we we the next person they encounter is a sheriff. Where is this in Kentucky, Kansas? Yeah, Kentucky, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And ha- oh, they waved him down on the side of the road because right? they ran out of gas. Okay, boom. All right, he takes him to go get the gas. Um, and he genuinely seemed like a nice guy. See, he seemed like he was really trying to help them, and he, he they were nervous as fuck, which understandably so. Right. But he really was like, I just go get a gas can and help you. But I just saw the shield. Right. He's 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 a sheriff. Uh-huh. Um, so I, you know, he's law enforcement. Obviously I'm thinking he's going to err on the side of law enforcement, regardless uh-huh. of a situation. Um, so that w- is that pretty much y'all's take on it too, that he was willing on it to err on the side of law enforcement or, you, or skills. Did you feel like he genuinely would have helped them? I believe he genuinely would have helped them. because he, out of everybody, he's the only story that we never hear the end of. Like, we right. don't know if he died in the trunk. I don't he think didn't, he died. He didn't die. They found that car. They found him. Yeah. Okay. But at, okay. you know, at the end of the day, like I felt like I felt like he was, he seemed, he seemed like a lot of shit didn't even happen in his city anyway. You know what I mean? Right. He see, he damn near seemed bored. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Like damn, right. this all that I, I just you know some action I usually get. Somebody ran out of gas. Like, but, but let me ask. I didn't you this get any though. racial bias from him either. At he all. just was like, these people need help. I'm going to help them. Yes. Yes. And even when he was walking back to the car, he didn't seem like threatening or like that he was even plotting on like how am I going to take them down? Like, okay, so I think he was going to ride it out and take them back. So here's the thing: the fact that he didn't really address it head on is why I felt like he was using negotiator tactics, like with that stuff he was saying skills. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like he was trying to just like draw them in emotionally because otherwise you're aiding and abetting, right? Mm-hmm. And as a law enforcement officer, I'm, I'm sure like if you take an oath, you're not going to aid and abet somebody that killed a cop. You know, so, so, so the play here is either to, to encourage them to turn themselves in or to like, Make them think that you're going to help them and somehow rope a dope their ass to the law. Or, I didn't think he was going to walk outside with his gun though. Or like, right, I ain't fucking, about to do this right. shit myself. I'm about to fill this gas can up, get him some gas, go back to the car, help him put the gas in. Soon as they leave, ten eleven, I got yeah. a white Honda da 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 Accord moving on south on eighty five, like to set him up for the. The state police or whatever. Right. He knew he couldn't pull that shit off by itself. Right. Because he didn't know whether they were armed they were or not. Armed they or just not. killed right. the cop. He already thinking, I don't want to be the next cop they kill. Right. So then I also like to your point, he was trying to get them to see him as a human being because he doesn't know who they are as people. But on top of that, though, same motivation. I just want to get home. Yeah. I just want to go home. Like. I just didn't. I didn't get from him that he was going to have like a shootout at the OK Corral. Like, right. I didn't think that was going at to happen. all. I'm with you on that, Martin. Is that where you stand with this gentleman? Um, I yeah, I, I agree more with you because she had a bullet wound, like, and I think he would know what a bullet wound looks like, right? So he knew something was up, like, even before he got the gas. Yeah. I think he thought that Slim did something to her, though. right? Mm. Like, you sure it ain't nothing you want to tell me, ma'am? Right, right. Like, did this right. nigga just beat your ass? Like, I can't help you. Like, that was that, this. Yeah. Like, he 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 seen. He definitely seemed like this could have been some domestic violence shit. 
in the car on the way to wherever they're going. Right. Because they clearly ran out of fucking gas in the middle of the night. Yes. So something else was way more important than stopping to get gas. Right. And it definitely could have been a domestic violence situation. Right, 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 right. Okay, but the consensus is we're not trusting this cop. We would have put him in the trunk as well. Yes. Yeah, I'd have put him in the trunk because I need to live. Right. And it's, it was very clear, like, he wasn't a cowboy. So Okay, so unanimous decision there, smart decision. Mm-hmm. Check off off the sheriff. Now we're into the we depths. Oh no, no, we didn't off the sheriff. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, oh, I know well, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Next, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we're, what we're doing is called deconstructing the crime scene. <laughs> and um, all right, CSI. Right. So we leave there, and again, we forget to check the motherfucking gas gauge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, At that point, it's bad writing. Okay, at this point, it's bad writing. Yes. Oh, okay. you, you, you can't they do that. They probably should have ditched that car way before they got to New Orleans, too. Okay. Well, the they, truck, no, they, yeah. they didn't make it to New Orleans. They, they're not in New Orleans at this point. Now they, they took they, the truck, st- right? They took the truck. They took but, the yeah, truck. But they, they stopped at the, that truck, yeah. The, but I'm saying, like, they made a stop before they even got to New Orleans for the for the, the gas, gas yeah. for the, the dude in the convenience, the white dude in the convenience store. Because they had to get gas, right? They had to get gas. Right. And, and, they, and all they had, oh, Man, I completely forgot about the the ch- the chubby the the, that shit the wasn't, I don't that shit wasn't really that important to me. Wh- which, okay, it which was one to happened? Me. They took yeah. him to the hospital. Which one happened first? Did they see him first, or did they get gas at the white? It, it had to no, be. No, it was after they were. It in was his after. Truck. Okay, so so they saw that they went to Chubby's next. Right. Okay. All right. So let's talk about that. Um, I, really I thought okay. I, I I do uh, more poor, more bad writing. First of all, bad acting. Okay, because the father was just like, "Who hired you and why? Whose cousin are you that right. you ended up in this fucking movie?" Right. Second of all, like his reaction was very strange to me. Like, you're a cop killer and I support you as a as a consumer, as a regular ass person watching that video. Like, I don't know how you walk away from that thinking like these people are just out here trying to kill police. Right. So that was very fucking strange to me. Like, I totally get why he'd be like, "I'm pr- like, I, I'm praying for you. I hope you. I hope that everything works out." Yeah, but like, I support you killing cops. That was just fucking weird for yeah, him. I to support say. you killing that cop. Killing yeah, that cop. yeah. It was, be, I don't yeah. think it was cops. They they found once that. they found out because the shit's all on YouTube and the news now, and it's like y'all shot that cop that did that bullshit right. last summer. I support y'all because that motherfucker should have been dead. That was the thing. He it, was, I, it wasn't just I want y'all to shoot all the cops you run across because they didn't know. About about the dude in the trunk yet. No, they yeah. didn't know about him, but so it, it just they came want, off like I, I that's something along the way was intentional. Right. I, I get what you're saying. It kind of like, you know, the whole, oh, y'all the new Bonnie and Clyde. Like, like they didn't choose this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, Lizzie. I also get what Skills is saying, too, though. No, I, like, get, I get what you're saying, too, Skills. And in that situation, like, yeah, I would have supported their choice to kill that cop. But, like, I would have not wanted them to if they could have avoided it. That would have been better because then right. they wouldn't be in a fucked up situation. Right. But I. But I, it's like one of those things. Like I know I. I get why you did what you did. Right. There and I hope that. you I right, as opposed to like yeah these niggas needed that like that shit was weird. Right. I mean I think that's one of the themes of the movie is they do this thing and people interpret it like different ways. Yeah. Whenever they come across them. Yeah. I but, don't know because if me and you were somewhere, and if me and you were somewhere. And we was fucking leaving goddamn Burger King. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't know if this I'm not putting this in the air, but 
whatever, whatever, because I really don't give a fuck. But if the motherfucker who knocked off George Zimmerman right. hopped in our car and was like, Nick, can y'all drop me off at the rest stop? Right. I'd be like, get in the car, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like, you yeah. off that nigga? You the yeah. one that did that shit to him? Right. Yep. Shit, nigga, I got you. Right. I wouldn't even think twice about helping him because of what he already because did. Because he did, right. I mean, George Zimmerman is a special case. But, but sure. I'm just yeah. saying. I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely but giving here, a nigga a ride to the yeah. rest stop. Right. Too. Like, yeah. You see that he's suing. Like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, we only want to talk about that. We talk about that off mic. Yeah. Fuck that nigga. But, with capital you know, so I kind of felt like, you know, they had done something and they didn't know that. Imagine, imagine finding that out. Like, yo, right. the dude y'all offed, he did that, and you like, oh shit. Yeah. It automatically pops in your head. They're gonna start thinking we some kind of fucking heroes or some shit. Right. Or this is gonna be a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. If if we do if we do go to jail, mm-hmm. like it, it it almost might put some sort of thought in your head. Like, well, shit, he did this before. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Maybe. You know what I mean? You could look at this situation and say, maybe we might find a, a, a loophole or a good a lawyer that'll just take us pro bono because of what this motherfucker did. Right. You know what I mean? Those thoughts probably would go through my head as I'm driving through the United States of America thinking about every possible scenario, what's about to happen with my life. Mm. I mean, back okay. to Martin's point, though. I thought about that, too, how, like, they say, like, there's there's not one version of you there's everyone else's version of you in their head, like their interaction with you, like that's who you are, but you're a million different people to a million different people. Mm-hmm. And so like, I thought that was interesting and how that played out in the same way. Right, right, right. right. Mm, okay. Um, all right, so that interaction, that was, it was weird. They hit him with the car and somehow he was hurt. They took him to the hospital. He did a lot of he, bad acting. And he was yeah. the person that said, don't pull all the way up because they're going to see y'all. Right. Drop me off right here. Yeah. So he definitely still wanted them to continue their journey. He was fucking smarter than them because they did so many stupid yeah, things. Yeah, so many yeah. dumb things. Um, I, what I do respect about this gentleman is a word that we're hearing a lot more with uh, the Irishman playing and then now with this footage of Fred Hampton. Oh, my God. Uh, solidarity. I knew it was, it was coming. Solidarity. Did you, see, did you see Irishman? No. Skills. Watch. Did you like Goodfellas and Casino? Yes. You'll like okay, Irishman. You'll love Irishman, okay. hopefully. I'll peep it. If you don't, we can have a four-hour conversation about that because <laughs> it is like a four-hour long movie. Right. But, um, and that's a plug for uh, if you go back to the episode before this that we dropped is Irishman. So after this one, if you haven't listened to Irishman, we cover Irishman on the next episode uh, or the episode that came before this. Previous episode. Right, previous episode. All right, so we're done with Chubbies. We are on to the convenience store where they were going to put what, – what was – oh, the plan was to go in here and basically rob the convenience store, right, because they didn't have any money. Was it? Yeah, I thought the plan yeah, was, the plan was some, to get gas. some gas. That's all he wanted. To get some, but to get, yeah, to basically say, yo, pay. Uh, but was he going to pay him or was it? Oh, was no, he, gonna, no, he was going to get gas. Like, figured it out, basically. Yeah, he so so his, so his he interpreted that as go in, let me show this nigga the Glock, and he'll put 40 in the tank. And that whole situation right, turned around take on the him. bullets out the gun. Okay. Yeah. Well, this, these motherfuckers are so stupid. Like, dude could have shot him in the face. Yeah. yeah. And he'd have been a hero. Yeah, Thanks. he'd have been a hero. And got the money. And got the money. But, but I, I, the only thing that I thought was, we, I mean, obviously, look, listen, it, it's dumb to hand the gun over. We we know that, man. Like Especially loaded. Yeah. But that whole situation was weird to me anyway. I don't know why you would go in here trying to stick up a situation. 
Um, and you end up giving your gun up. Yeah, that was the weirdest shit. I totally forgot about that scene, to be honest. I was watching the movie like, okay, you wrote this bullshit. Yeah. And nobody nobody told you like, hey, this is this is dumb. Like, I guess playing devil, he doesn't know anything about guns at all. At all, yeah. So Never had one in his hand before. Th- that's what I, that's what this I'm, was the moment I was like, this is starting to get kind of unrealistic. Unbelievable. He doesn't know anything about guns and all, which would excuse your point, right? Like maybe yeah. he doesn't know how to take the clip out of the gun. Cool. Why are you handing it over though? Yeah, like that was weird. It was yeah. weird and it was stupid. Like it just was unnecessary. But but there was a there it was, didn't move the plot forward. It 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 didn't. Um, to me, it was it was the beginning. It was one of the beginnings of what I felt like was just manipulation right like it's we're just what we're doing now is we're showing a wide array of different characters and seeing you know we're taking uh we're just seeing a wide array of situations here right. like you know this white dude we would expect this white dude to not be on uh to 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 be a non-ally which he wasn't an ally but he was no. just indifferent you know he knew exactly who they were who who he was right he was into violence though yeah, he was into violence, but mm-hmm. that that's weird to me that, um, you know, first of all, it's weird to me that you would like, uh, I'll I'll pay for your gas, just let me hold the gun. I don't even understand that. That that's weird to me. Like, it's really shitty writing. Okay, so this is classified as bad. This writing. is where this is, again, I felt weird about the cop scene. Uh-huh. I didn't like the whole thing with the dad. Okay, but this is where it, I just was like, okay, this is dumb. Yeah, is this it- is just dumb, and and um. You know, I'm not a fan of movies that have characters making stupid choices to move the plot along when they're completely unrealistic. Right. We watched, um, what's the movie with the deaf girl? <laughs> the horror movie. Um, uh, uh, a silent, uh, I'm not a silent choice. A Quiet Place. Uh, a Quiet Place, yeah. We've seen A Quiet Place. Uh-huh. We see what happens that people can still be fucked up when right. they make smart choices. So like you don't I think that that's just like lazy. It's just lazy. Okay. It's super lazy. It's, it's, like we can figure out a way to not have them make a choice that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. And again, I can I can rock with Martin on a, maybe I don't know how to take the bullets out the gun, but like Right. What the fuck. Like why would you even do that? And like literally everybody in the theater with me was like, "Come on." Yeah. There, yeah, there was a there was the theater I was in was very vocal. By the way, <laughs> like, uh, mine was too. Yeah. It was some people behind me that I don't think they saw any of the fucking movie. They talked the entire fucking yeah. time. I, part of me really appreciates when movies get like these heavy reactions, and and, and that's what you make them for. Yeah, sort of. But but also <laughs> but also a function like also you make them so people are just like you know quiet as a church mouse, like just. You know, you, you you make it to manipulate emotions, I guess. Right. It's kind of like... Peaks and valleys. Uh, yeah. Um, do, okay, so this is bad writing. Consider, con, Lizzie considers this bad writing. There are so many more moments I'm going to tell you where I felt that do, way. Do, do you guys consider this bad writing at this I point? I forgot the scene, to be honest yeah. with you. Okay, so it it's, wasn't even that big of a scene to me. Okay, so if we had to guess, what was the point of putting this scene in here? She wanted you to see that a white person, like, that they, maybe they're not going to react the way that you want them to react. Exactly. I think, That's and I, I think that that was like fine, but they could have done that a whole nother way. Like, right. This, this to me, this to me, after the movie finished, I I, I considered this kind of like the beginning of the manipulation that I felt was happening in the mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. All right. So boom, done with the convenience store clerk, where he he 
basically said right out, man, you ain't no fucking killer, bro. Like, so, so obviously maybe that goes into it. You're not a killer. He, he knew he didn't kill these fucking cops. This nigga ain't no fucking killer. When you're around violence or you, you know, you, you can sense danger. You can sense yeah, when can somebody sense ain't even thinking twice about lighting it up. Oh, uh, so and maybe. when a motherfucker is like double thinking it like. Oh, so that's the point of the scene then. Could the be. point of the scene is to no. If I'm if I'm just thinking like the creator, at least because Lizzie's making a face like fuck that shit. No, again, I think you can get that across with better writing. That's how? all I'm saying. So yeah. what would you have done? I, you, I you wouldn't. Have I wouldn't gun. have had the scene in there. Period. You I don't had, think that it was necessary to get it across. You got to right. get gas. You got. And you gas. don't have no money. Yes. I'd have had walking him stick in up the with place. the idea of saying. Show him your gun and say, "Yo, put forty dollars worth of gas." You just. I would have just car. had him talk shit. Gotcha. I just, I like you don't have to make Slim stupid to get the point across. Maybe Slim was really stupid though. He was when it came down to guns. Yeah, yeah. that ain't his forte. And I ain't, I'm not talking well, about saving the scene. Well, here's the thing: it's it's still on brand for Slim because we've established that he is a very trusting individual and super blue. Yeah, <laughs> super green. Yeah. The motherfucker said he looked at him and after a second and said, "Man, you ain't no killer." Right. And he was like, let me hold it. And yeah. he gave it to him. And he gave it to him. No killer would do that. Right. But so, so again, so maybe I'm looking at it from the creator standpoint. Because I ain't no killer be, either, but I ain't giving you that but fucking I ain't giving gun. You a gun. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so I'm looking at this writing at this point. It's not, I, so I'm, I'm not going to say bad writing. I'm going to say procedural. I'm going to say it this was is lazy. Pro, this was, this was, okay. I'll, I'll even give you that. Um, because now, now that we've talked this out, the point of that scene was to show if somebody is an imminent threat, there is an instinct involved with that. Mm-hmm. So, and if this if this kid who probably has been hunting since he was a kid, you know, but no formal training can sense that, then a police officer should be able to sense that. I'm going to. I'm, that's where I'm going to stand. That that's what this scene was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kid wasn't scared of black people, but whatever. Yeah. So. Interestingly enough, like sensing danger, as me and my daughter were walking out of the theater, mm-hmm. a guy like he was covered in tattoos. He didn't look like he had bathed in a couple of days. Not like homeless, dirty, but like just not clean. Right. He walked up and was like, "Can I pay you to use your phone?" And I looked at him up and, and down. To the no. And I, no, I let him use my phone. Oh, okay. And I was just like, where I looked at where we were. I was we were right in front of the entrance. There was a bunch of people around. If he had tried to take my phone, like. I probably could have called him. And I'm just like, he's not going to, in front of the fucking camera in the vestibule. I was just like, you don't got to pay me. You can use my phone. He was like, thank you. My, my ride left me and I need to call him. Oh, interesting. And he and he used the phone and gave my phone back. Okay. But I mean, I just he, looked at him. He, I was like, I'm fine. He ain't ordered no bricks off your cell phone, right? Nah, he, he did not. Nah, the guy, I could hear the guy on the other end of the phone. And even if he did, like, how would they trace that shit back to me? I don't know, man. Because I could be like, I could just. Nah, but I mean, what are you going to do to me? I mean, if he did do some shit off my phone, I could just be like, hey. I'm on film. I'm on film. I don't know him. They see me getting in my car and leaving and not taking shit from him. And I I can just tell them, like, hey, I've never been in trouble in my fucking life before. It wasn't a risky situation. So so sensing danger is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to me, I'm sticking with that was the point of the scene. It was procedural. I'll give you lazy. I don't think it was bad writing. I think it. I think it had bad writing is when you're M Night Shyamalan and you make racist. a motherfucking <laughs> a white boy just start 
freestyling for no reason in the visit. That's bad writing to me, but okay. that's not this episode. Um, you can listen to that one also. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, fuck Shamalama Lamb too, by the way. Stop being racist. Go All ahead. Right. All right. So we go from the convenience store clerk. Now we at we at my nigga. Ever since I seen Fargo season two, okay, Bo Keen. You know what's funny though? My best friend, when she went to see it, she was like, I know you hate Bo King with my butt. Everybody knows I hate him. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Lizzie I wasn't, I wasn't as Bo mad. King. Yeah, I hate him. I wasn't as mad at him in this movie, but where'd he get that Dapper Dan set from? from <laughs> in New Orleans. Dapper Dan said, Yo, I'm going to send you the tracking number, my nigga. Go pick it up at the DHL up the street. Um, um, okay, stupid decisions. What okay. did they do that was stupid here? Um, what did they do that was stupid here? You just gonna park the fucking truck in front of the goddamn yeah, house? Yeah, that was dumb. And leave it. Away. Like, yeah, it's, you, right. And leave the shit. Right. Like, Man. yeah, they left it. Yeah. That was, that was just fucking by that, dumb. By that time, that cop would have, like, there would have been, people would have known to look for that truck or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a dumb decision. I mean, um, but obviously we find out that she came to the house because there was some leverage there. He killed, he killed her mother. Um, so she knew that he would help, no questions asked. Also, right. Angel from Pose. See, I gotta talk crap about the the the, the, the people behind me. Angel okay. from Pose is in it, looking beautiful as she always does. Okay. And immediately the couple that I don't think, like I said, ever watched the movie, they talked the entire time. He was like, That's a nigga, that's a nigga, that's a nigga. Right? Oh, which one? Oh, a, she was? She is the, the Spanish one. Oh, with okay. the I've never seen she's Pose, she's so. a trans woman. Gotcha. Um and on the show she's like the prettiest one. Gotcha. Others of them are pretty too. She's like the, the one. one. So, um, and like they had like a five minute conversation. She was like, that ain't no nigga. He was like, that's a nigga. That's a nigga. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm no, like. You the nigga, sir. Right. No, you. You're the nigga, bitch. Um, um, yeah. But... I, did, I didn't know that was a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know I that? I didn't either. I yeah. would, but my, curi- my curiosity is like whether or not in the movie she was playing a trans woman. I had curiosity around that. If she was meant to. Yes. I think yes. she said she wasn't or something like that. Huh? I, I don't I don't remember, but I think there was like she just they just I cast think she her. said she wasn't playing a she, trans woman. She was playing a cisgender woman. Yeah, I think so. I just I mean may, maybe it didn't matter. Maybe he just cast her. Yeah. Maybe he was a pimp and they was hoes. They that's what it was. Yeah, I, I mean that's, that's exactly, exactly what it was. <laughs> so yeah. all right, thank you, uh, Inspector Gadget. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> what difference do it make? Like, well, I mean. It's but just, because we're because it's a sidebar. you know we, this is a movie yeah. podcast, but right? but here's the thing: we know who she is in real life, but we don't know who she was playing. She could have she was playing a prostitute. Well, right, oh, and right, it, right, maybe right. it doesn't matter. Right, maybe it don't Be, matter. I mean, because you know, yeah. some oh, trans yeah. women—that's all they can do—is sex work. Also, I think I think this particular encounter tells you more about Queen, and that in the beginning she's coming off as like uppity bitch, right? To quote someone, um, <laughs> right, and right. it's like, oh no. He's the one that comes from like the good family. You're just educated, but yes. you you come from like some right. shit. Like from you know some what I mean? Bullshit, yeah. yeah. Because you know, like um, Slim has like functional family to go to church. Right, right. But she wanted to shit on him. Like, yeah, it's just facts. interesting. It is interesting when you when you see the entire picture. Um, so we see a lot of this. Is a, this is a big character development piece for Queen here mm-hmm. at this point. Okay, uh, not much. Ha- I mean, well, a lot happens. They cut, they, their, they hair. cut their hair. First of all, when hair. she came out the room, she's so bad. Man. That's what I was, I was like. She's so beautiful. Damn, man. she fine. Yeah, like Queen was fine as fuck. Yeah. Like if you still fine when you bald headed, like you win. Yeah, yeah, you won. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what else happened here, man? They have an unnecessary fight, <laughs> like completely unnecessary fight that right. turns. It so, wasn't unnecessary. Someone called the police. Tell, but, and he, but he, hey, there's not that no. point he tell him like, y'all got, y'all got like to get the fuck up out of here. Like, yeah. y'all can't stay here too long. Like I already got heat on me. Yeah, and yeah. Like, was that why she was mad? Was it like, yo, you know what the fuck you owe me? We got to get out. Was that it? Because mm-hmm. I don't really clearly remember that mm-hmm. part. Um, well, he he initially said you can't, you know, basically you can't, you can't stay sleep here, here at all. Like, I need somewhere to stay. Yeah, that's when she pulled the truck gotcha. car, like, yo, you owe me. And then right. at that point, we know it's something serious. Right. He he turns it around. How many days you need? Um, but the fight but that I'm talking that, about, roll. It, well, yeah. I think it was I think it was stupid on the part of the characters, but it it was necessary to move the plot forward. So I'm not mad at that fight. With the uh, the the fight the 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 fight that made no sense between him and and his and his and bottom bitch or whoever. I don't oh, think oh, she yeah, wasn't yeah, the bottom yeah, bitch. Yeah, Angel the was the bottom oh, bitch. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The when fight, he but the fight the between him and the hoe. What what made you feel it was unnecessary? Like that it was a petty argument, uh, or yeah, that the, you didn't need it in the story? No, yeah, just the fact that it can't. It, it was over nothing. Like it was just seemed like they were drinking too much, and then he started a fight. Well, yeah, and, and that's PTSD. why the police officer came. Right. Oh, okay. PTSD. Facts. Yeah. I forgot oh, about right. that. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. The reason that the this police officer just, came during the fight, right? Somebody yes. called. Yeah, somebody they called were yelling, police, and yeah. somebody called the police. And, yeah. and the police was one of his fucking one of her biggest customers, right? One so of You showed up, nigga. Yeah, you here to for a call, or you want some pussy? You want right? Like, what is right. it? Right. Um. So we learned that he has a he's he sets him up with a person to go see in Florida, um, or in Georgia. We right. learned he was a war veteran. And yeah, he's got a friend that's also a war veteran. He saved his life. He saved his life, so I know I know he'll help you. But right. he was in that guy. No, he was in Georgia, right? Where was Flea at? I want to say Georgia. That was that Georgia, right? right. Yeah, yeah, Savannah. Yeah, Savannah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, do, do we need to cover anything here at at Bokeem's house other than uh, go watch Fargo? This is like two? the only funny <laughs> part of the movie to me. Right. There was other times they tried to be funny, like the whole chubbies and stuff, and I wasn't laughing at all. It ain't working. Like, this yeah. is the only time I was. I laughing. will say, the one thing I did notice is how dark everything was and how earth tony it was, and then when they got to to Uncle's house, it was lit up. It was the, a little the, bit the opulent, yeah. Were, right. You know, glowing, and you know what I mean. Like it was a lot of light that right. came once they got to a safe place. Right. The light came into the the movie for me. Right, it was lit different. You know, and, and this was it was a turning point. It was it, it kind of felt like obviously we were going into the second act here, man. We didn't what we haven't said anything about yet is the motherfucking soundtrack, uh, which was amazing. Mm, you know, I really enjoy the music, the use of it. But you know, they had that Solange track playing when they came in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The, um, uh, one of my favorite joints off her last album that 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 came out. Um, uh, but yeah, you're right, man. It was very like hood vibrant. Yeah, all that fly shit. It pop, it, 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 the color started to pop when they got there. Okay, so so what do you think that's a function of? We trying to we trying to create a sense of hope at this point, or maybe so. Okay, I could, I, if if that was the case, I could it would make sense. Yeah. And, and 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 let me be clear, man. The reason why I'm, I'm even like kind of trying to peek underneath the hood with some of these things is because I'm very aware that we're watching artists that create art this is high art that we're watching right you know um so in, in in high art there's always there's there's always 
behind the hood or under right. the hood. There's there's right. a reason for everything. So if anybody's listening to why does Treasy keep asking what are we being? That's the reason why I'm trying to get to the emotion, the seed of emotion that these auteur filmmakers, you know, the decisions right. that they decided to make because uh, regardless of how we feel about the art, I do respect Lena. I do respect Melina. Right. Um, I think they're both very, very intelligent artists that take the craft seriously. Um, all right. So are we officially into the mechanic at this point? Let's get it. All right. Boom. Mechanic. Um, he basically charges them. I ain't going to say a crazy rate. I don't know how much it costs to fix a radiator, but it don't cost that much. He was gouging because he knew who the fuck they were. It don't were. cost $2,000. Yeah, it don't. Right. He was, it, it, it was everything they had. Okay. They didn't even have that money in their pocket that long. Right. To do anything else with it. Right. I don't even think motherfuckers got a Happy Meal. That shit was gone after that radiator pop. That shit was definitely gone. They basically sold the car for gas money. Facts. <laughs> At that point, that's, I was like, why, why, do you, why do you get this car fixed and not just like... Well, it ain't like you can go to the used car lot. And if you and steal get a car, they're going to know where you are. That's right. kind of true. It's kind of true. Let's keep rolling with that piece of shit that we in. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. It's fucking so. clunker. So, 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 them, him gouging them are are we to understand that's a function of him basically protesting, saying I don't give a fuck about y'all, um, and I'm willing to take all y'all shit. Is but that what this still, is? He took all their shit, but he didn't. He didn't. He knew that the that they would die. Like, so he didn't want them to die and have it be his fault. Right. But I think. We'll keep talking, but all right. Well, somebody else drive the boat here, man. I don't so, think he care whether or not they die because he already let them know he wasn't fucking with them and he didn't agree with what they did. But he didn't right. turn them in either. Till he got twenty five hundred. Yeah. Well, he didn't turn them in after. He didn't that. turn them in at all. Yeah. The law law didn't get involved to his, nah, to he, his son got yeah, killed. Yeah. Once his son got killed, he yeah. turned. Him, he tried to turn them in. Or whatever. Yeah. He did. But that they were already well, on to him anyway. Already, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <sighs> Why okay. would you call your dad? Okay, that's where I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. at. I'm like, yo, are you fucking retarded? Because he is retarded. He is slow. He <laughs> is the person that still think this shit might work out. That's what I believe. Yeah, but you <laughs> got to you know. believe that you're going to die, you believe. Right. I, don't, I, I might not see tomorrow. Right. Like, fuck, ain't nobody looking. So that's a smart decision you I'm not call. saying it I had to call my dad when I got the It was definitely right. emotional. <laughs> right. It was that, emotional. What if he didn't make it to Cuba and he didn't? What if he waited to call his dad? He might have made I it mean, to Cuba. He ain't make it to Cuba. <laughs> he didn't call his dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his dad knew he was alive. And maybe that's all he wanted him to know. But his dad knew that already. His dad knew that already. He they said, I'm alive and I'm okay. His dad knew that already, Everybody though. Everybody knew that. They, the the police had called him. All right. So now we're dealing with a daddy's boy. I'm, I'm not now. I'm not feeling that decision, but I get it. It's a movie. Somebody got to be dumb. Should I know if the dad was on the run and the son was at home, sitting around watching his watching what his dad did on TV and da da And the dad thought he was gonna die. My son's at home. I might risk that that one last conversation to talk to my child if the situation was reversed. And he was okay. clearly he was close with his family. Yeah, I mean, we knew I, that. Right. Right. She won't. Right, so it's easy for her to It's detach. easy for her to buy. I, ain't, I could throw the phone. I ain't got shit to talk about. Right, okay. I get your point there. But, uh, okay. Stupid decision. Dumb man. as fuck. Let's but emotional, it. an emotional one. Okay. All right, so you excuse it because it's emotional. He won't think it. Yeah. Um, um, what, I mean, what, okay, so boom. So he, st- he goes on this odyssey 
with with the young man. What's the young? What was the young kid's name? Did we did we even learn anybody's name in this? Mm-mm. Not until we, we learn their names at the at end. the end, right? We never learned the kids' names. Uh, Very Uncle, interesting. Uncle Earl is the only person whose name we learn. Right, right. right. Very, and then the mother because the and, mother was and, on the tombstone and Shepherd, who was the the kind the, the shepherds, plug or whatever yeah. the yeah. shepherds. Okay. Oh, you're right, 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 right. Flea right. and them. Which was, I mean, very on the nose. We'll get to that, though. <laughs> the shepherds. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, um. So, yeah. So they go on this journey with this kid, man. And we get this whole, we get, we you know, we get the mythology about becoming uh, immortal, immortalizing yourself in action. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously this becomes, it, it turns into something else now. Now these got these people are icons. Um, and we're kind of learning this through this kid, right? Mm-hmm. Is this a fair? Is this a fair depiction of like how children see these things? No, I I did not. This that whole this whole thing pissed me off. Talk about it. Talk about it, Queen. So, based on the conversation that he had with them, yeah. I don't understand why that kid would walk away with those motivations. Because they basically told him, like, no, we don't want to be immortal. We want to live. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And I did that in self-defense. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. This I wasn't. I just murder this man. Right. Like, was, like, I didn't kill him in cold blood. We didn't do this to prove a point. It was none of those things. This was out of necessity, and we would rather not be in this situation. Right. So how does this kid meet them and then walk away with the motivation to kill a cop. Now, the protesting part of it, I understood. Mm-hmm. I understand why he would walk away with the motivation to want to be out there protesting. Because it's like, I've met these people. These are good people. Right. But then it's like, then you kill a cop. And then the way he killed the cop. I hate that. I that bothered. That First so of all, it was a much. black man who saw himself in a black boy. Right. And wanted to protect him. Right. And then you have the black child shoot the black cop in the face. Yes. This, what the entire fuck? This, and, this was very socially irresponsible to me. Completely. Yeah. So so the same person I saw, they were like, they felt like this scene was was in service of the white gays. I don't know if I'm going to say all that, but I thought I think it's extremely dangerous and irresponsible. The white gays talk talk about it to I'm, give I'm white people something to identify with there to 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 make them feel like, okay, well this is this is what happens as a ripple effect. Of these police shootings, see right. you can't see this. This cop tried to trust this little black kid, and he ended up dead. Right. That I hated that. I didn't understand why it was there. Right. Um. But why? Why gays though? You said white gays. G a z e. Oh, gays. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not tripping, right? Anybody nah, else thought she meant gays? I was waiting on it too. Okay. Cool. 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 Just make sure I'm not tripping. Uh, completely fucking social irresponsible. Um, scene that was that's that's my take on this completely. Um, and you ever think like there's more good cops in this movie than like good black people that helped them? Interesting. Ooh. That's very interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about it till you just said that, and you might be honest because I'm I'm trying to think if there's any like completely um beyond the it, first cop. Yeah, it's mm. like there there's no black people that just helped them. Just to help them, really, in this movie, right? Yes, there is. In the bar, when they stopped the dance. Oh, we forgot about the bar. bar, No, the bar didn't come yet until after they left the Shepherds. Right. That's when the bar happened? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. No. 
Or were they? They were no, driving for a long time. No, the bar is after to, they uh, left. Savannah. Um, after they left the uncle. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It runs together for me. Yeah, but that I love that scene personally. Really? You know? I would have left as soon as they knew who I was. Like, But she said you're yeah. safe here. Yeah, she said you're yeah, safe Yeah, but here. she said that. You don't know everybody in the They ain't bar. paying attention. They, they all yeah, dancing think, and sweating yeah. each other and trying to they fuck. they looked around and was like, these Nobody's paying attention. really ain't paying attention to us. Yeah. Like, but they know who we be. are. Like, like, I think we might be good. Like, he, he said it like, yo, I think we might be all right. And she like, you sure? Right. You're like, fuck, we already in here. I love that scene. Finish the drink. That you know might have been mean? my favorite scene in the movie. Okay. Um, just because of, you know, just be you know, that's 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 what I wanted to feel like. It's okay. You that's know what I'm saying? Love. Like that's black fucking love, bro. And 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 from what I understand, most of people's um um uh, a lot of people's hatred about this film stems from the fact that, you know, we were we were hoodwinked. Bamboozled, you know what I'm saying? After showing us this good black unity, right? Um, uh, so, uh, socially irresponsible. This scene with the cop and the kid to you, Martin? Yeah, absolutely. Because I remember being like that when I was younger, being very, very militant, especially from like maybe nine to like fourteen and Damn, stuff like that. I was militant till I was twelve. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was militant to my twenties, man. <laughs> But I never would have shot a cop in the face. I would have known like the repercussions of that. That was completely stupid right. and irresponsible, I think. Now, he was going to martyr himself for some people who wanted to live. I thought that was so strange. Yeah. Because he had, he knew, he and, and he like he was like, okay, let's do this. Like, I'm ready to die. Like, yeah. we ain't have to kill Ralph from New Edition. Like, it just wasn't necessary. <laughs> right, right. So, Skills, I particularly want you to chime in here because I I, I know you were fuming about this. Scene. I hated it. Okay, so I need you to speak on that. I, need I hated to... it. I, I felt it was socially irresponsible. Um, I thought I thought they went too far. Mm-hmm. I thought in the climate that mm-hmm. we're in right now, I didn't need to see it, and right. I, I hated the fact that I watched it and I had to see it. Right, and that was that was one of the things. That I was like, when I went on the rant, when I went on the rant, I was like, nah, she got to fucking explain this shit to me. Right. It set you Fuck off. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I was pissed. I was just as pissed as everybody else, if not more pissed. Yeah. No, nah, it was it was, it was was ridiculous. Right. Um, You know, and, and again, peeking under the hood, talking about the, the meanings of certain scenes. Do we feel like this was a potential commentary on, like, well, it's obviously, right, celebrity and influence, right? Celebrity mm-hmm. and influence, right? Like, I, I feel like the kid had his ideology about he. All right, he looked up to them when he saw them. He was like, "Oh my god, this is! I can't believe I'm in the presence. Like, y'all are right here in front of me." Right. So he he held them up to a very very high. Well, the standard. media made them larger than life. Correct. So this is a, this is a commentary on celebrity. Now, um, I'm gonna. I'm going to dig into in how we idolize celebrities, right? right, without knowing anything about them, not knowing their cause. We just attach to whatever we attach themselves to. I, I just wonder what she was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I keep putting the onus on Lena, but Melina also has, right. as a producer and director, she has uh, interpretation okay. power. And say so she, in, in what showed up on the screen. Yeah, right. she, can, she can cut scripts. Yeah, right. so... Um, so the onus becomes on both of them, mm-hmm. um, but socially irresponsible nonetheless. This particular scene. All right, moving on to Flea and Chloe Sevigny from Kids. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> she obviously hated him. Yeah, right? I, I didn't feel 
like she hated him. I think she had a very normal reaction to having criminals who are on the run for murdering a cop in your house. Okay, normal. fair, yeah, super she, normal. She was super. It normal. wasn't, a, and I don't think it was about race or any of that. It was about I don't agree with y'all did, and I definitely don't want y'all at my dinner table because this shit could get me killed. Salisbury. It ain't. State. It ain't that. It, it's not. It ain't worth it. Whatever. Whatever he got going on with your uncle, I ain't cool with it. Right. Right. I, I would feel the fucking same way if somebody knocked on my door and hit me like, yo, your your brother from Alabama said, you know, you got it. And I'm like, I I said I got you. Right. But I definitely could look at wifey like, who the fuck is these motherfuckers? Right. Like, yo, babe, just chill. They here for, these the same motherfuckers on TV? Right. Can I talk to you for a minute? Mm. You going to have that conversation. Once they in my house, yeah. I'm holding my man down. Right. Which is which is what I feel like she did. She right. did. She, she definitely did. did. I mean, Once she did they in my attitude. house, like my man's not going down because of how I feel. I'm gonna be pissed. We gonna talk about this shit later. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, which is the exact stance that she took. Yeah. When was? But listen though, why didn't they never come back up when they got in that hiding space and they the were done with it? The police took them. Oh, why didn't they? Oh, get, the police took them. The took white flea people? and the whites. Yeah, the, the, the police were outside of the house. Like yeah, but like they would be in question outside of the house. But they took them. I away. think they took them like they downtown. Them, they like took we going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. In in a manhunt that severe. Yeah. I could see them being like, nah, we ain't just. We're not just gonna let y'all go okay. to fucking Chili's <laughs> and then right. get we're on the phone. Like we definitely. Yeah. We're gonna put a car outside your house. We going You're going to be detained because we feel as though you have possibly aided and abated a criminal. Right. You know what I mean? So we just going to hold y'all real quick. Right. 48 hours, I think they can hold you for 48 okay. hours. Okay. Gotcha. So that that made sense that they weren't there. Okay. All right. Thank you for clarifying that because I was like, why the, who's going to come up here and let them know it's cool to come out? Like, throw these yeah. niggas a grilled cheese sandwich or something. Because they was in there for a minute. Oh, a hot minute. I would have had to pee. The older I'm getting, I can't hold my pee. <laughs> That's you just the reality. That's why I had to see Irishman in on Netflix because I was like, stupid, yeah. I saw three point like, five. I'm gonna have to pee. Yeah, I said at two at two and a half hours, I'm gonna have to piss. I'm like it's about to either happen in here or I'm getting the fuck up and going to the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just thought it was. I thought it was weird that there were no cops in the house. Yeah, or in the I backyard. Didn't because I don't think they had a warrant to be in their home. You but know getting I mean? a warrant right. for something like that, they let. But no, they had. They were able to go. They inside busted of, in their house, and then when they didn't find anything. They were outside, yeah. yeah right. Outside. But but you got to understand, this is a nationwide manhunt. Yeah. So motherfuckers just ain't looking at a house for, with a whole SWAT team. We just going to stay here when right. it's clear that they're not in here. We okay. didn't find any resources Again, out. why are you pulling your car up to the front of the motherfucking house? Yeah. Like, Crazy. Something wrong? So as I was saying, why the fuck would they park the car there? Yeah. Um... That was I, dumb. It was dumb. I just, I just, and you know, like, I understand that there, people are looking for them, but I think, like, you're a lot less conspicuous outside of a car. I think if you're walking, if you're not making a whole lot of noise, like a car pulling up, especially the kind of car they would drive, it's probably loud. Right. Or like, even if you're not peeking out the window, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it seemed like their neighborhood was just judging by the uh, neighbor across the street. It just seemed like kind of like a white block anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm sure something like that sticks out like a sore thumb. You got something on these big ass rims, hot, like very loud color. Um, And then two black people step out. Whether you know who they are or not, I guess it it probably looks suspicious to uh, like a, a nosy ass white person. I mean, and they loosely fit the description at that point as a, a black woman and a black man. There you go. I guess that's enough. Yeah. If you have questions. So, so is it safe to say? Because we we just left to assume is it safe to say that the lady across the street called the police? 
Yeah. And okay. Yeah. And it made that anonymous. But tip. like, why the fuck would you? I mean, me personally, I'd have just like. I, I probably wouldn't have walked up to their front door. None of that shit. Like. Yeah. I'd have tried to like go around back, see if there was a way. I'd have rolled past and then see if I could like find a way to not be as conspicuous. Well, that was, wasn't that Queen's whole thing when she was like, you know, a a car that loud, you hide it in plain sight. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's still an unfamiliar car on your block that will call attention to you in a neighborhood. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're riding down the street, it's just like, look at that obnoxious fucking car. But see, here's the thing if I see an obnoxious fucking car, I'm like, who's driving that bullshit? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that that logic works inside like a city, it's like Houston or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you're driving from New Orleans to Savannah, you're gonna be in a lot of rural areas where they don't see cars like that. So people are gonna look at that car. I would beg to differ. In the deep south, in those rural areas, you see more cars like that than not. I but know, really. like, but because there's fewer people, like I know growing and, and not that we're in a rural area, but I know like if I saw a car. Like that, I would know who was driving it. Like that's the difference. people have Maseratis around here. Yeah. I know exactly. It's like four of them. I know exactly who driving them. Nah, there's like mad Maseratis. It is now, but like years ago, oh, yeah, I'd yeah, be like, oh, that's Doctor Gray, or yeah, that's yeah. Easy over there. That I know who had a Maserati. Like yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't one of them, I'd be like, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> you're right. In in rural town, yeah, you're exactly right. I feel like we see more cars like that, Martin. But you're absolutely right, Lizzie. I think. People know who are in those cars. Right. Um, I'm just trying to understand the logic. You know, they cut their hair so they wouldn't be seen, and then they're not aware that the young boy killed um, that cop. a police officer. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're kind of thinking maybe they're in a safe zone to some degree. Like maybe the news hasn't reached. Yeah, maybe they had like a false sense of safety. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we we caping for them a little bit, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, more so caping for like the rationale of why you would write it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I know with any and all of this, I'm really caping for like Lena Waithe because I believe in her mm-hmm. and I don't want to believe that she's not a thorough, she didn't vet this thoroughly before it hit the screen. Um but obviously we're poking holes in it. So. I mean, we have to we have to move the story along. I yes. get that. And so like this if they don't make, in her opinion, some stupid choices, it doesn't move the story along. But like Correct. But that's like the essence of bad writing. I, I think so too. It's just it's yeah. lazy. Yeah. I think that we can be more creative than that. Mm. All right. So uh they come out of the hole, they jump out the window, um, which I was glad to see that they lived. Uh, she, Why wouldn't they? Wasn't that tall of a window? Yeah, they were yeah. break her ankle or something. Yeah, well, she yeah. kind of popped she, her shoulder yeah, out. She dislocated her shoulder. Yeah, but like I told you, man, I'm 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 like um I'm traumatized from like uh oh good time from the good time trailer. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I see people jumping out of shit, um, so you know I they showed that in the trailer. So I was just like, why the fuck are you showing us this? It must be like a pivotal point in the film, and, mm-hmm. it, and it really wasn't. Um. Uh, then, then they find the old Mercedes Benz inside of the little shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get his little stint of breaking the law. He used to hotwire his dad's car with his little brother. Um, uh, so obviously now he knows how to hotwire a car. Uh, he gets his. Started. I mean, I feel like that was bad writing too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like, oh, it was I'm a shirt. But I mean, we have to. We have to. I feel like it would have made more sense for her to do it, but she couldn't do it because they made her pop her fucking arm. Which, right. which, like one of those things. Both of those things didn't have to exist. Like facts. Yeah. Um, because I, I feel like from her background, she would know how to hotwire a car before he would. 
And so because we we had to like explain away like, okay, well, she can't do it because her arm is fucked up. So we're going to say that he did it and we're going to make up like, you know, a little exposition there of why he knows how to do this because we know he's a good church boy. See, and that's funny to me because stealing your parents' car is a very extreme thing. Like I've never... I've never stole like. Oh, I definitely have. I stole my father's car a lot in high school. Really? Yeah. Hot wired his car. No, I'm not a fucking hot wire, but I would saying? take the keys. But like to me, like hot wiring your father, hot wiring your father's car is extreme. Stealing it, not so much. Well, okay, so that's more so where I'm going at. Like you're fucking hot wiring your family. Yo, first of all, I think when you hot wire, you fuck it up. You yeah, fuck up like the ignition, right? I mean, don't quote me, but I think so too. <laughs> yeah, I would. If you're just jamming a screwdriver in there. I'd imagine your starter gets fucked up, right? I would think so, Martin. You look like a mechanic today. No, I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. All right, but um, so uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. That was just a weird writing choice, but uh, from- I, mean, I think it was to like it, it was about their um their progression of being with each other because in the beginning she was like the street smart one. She was the one that's like, no, we need to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like her either her rubbing off on him. Well, it's not really that because he already knew how to do it. But it's supposed to like make his character a little bit more dimensional, and the fact that he's not a hundred percent a church boy, like he knows some things, like just as a black man, he knows some things to survive, or he knows how to do certain things. Right. I, I guess it's just, you're supposed to think of him this one way, but he actually there's more under the surface. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it kind of like makes him not seem useless. I'll yeah. say there, like more yeah. more than like. Even though I agree with what you're saying, like knowing how to survive, I just he's not useless. Like he knows some things. Like she doesn't have to tell him everything in the world. Like yeah, right. But but okay. Because well, I mean, I feel both of y'all survive, and neither one of y'all can hotwire a car, right? Oh yeah, no. Can that's you, not, Martin? That's not in my. Oh, okay. I want YouTube that bitch. How to hotwire Call people. Uber? Yeah, basically. Um. All right. So this leads us to the black cop here in. Something in the backyard. He comes, you know, once they get the car hot wired, the thing lifts up. I thought it was a really good moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To show the humanity um, and the discernment. It's not always blue gang, right? Like, you know, you can still be a human being in that particular case. I'm assuming that's what she's trying to say here, right? Like, there's... You there- know what I thought was weird about that scene is, like, the two cops are having this dialogue. He was like saying something about, oh, you city boys, you don't know this type of thing. I was like, aren't they partners? Like, aren't they from the same city? (laughs) Well, what I gather from that is he was probably new to that division in Savannah. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, don't call me boy. He was like, you city boys, don't call me boy. You know what I mean. I don't give a fuck what you mean. It was was like a weird back and forth exchange. Yeah. But uh, that's what I assumed. I assumed that he was from a bigger city and had just recently come to the Savannah force and he got paired with, you know, everybody cop, they get paired with somebody they don't fuck with early on. Yeah. And then, you know, and then something happens and then they bond over this tragic incident and all of a sudden they're the best. Yeah. Like in the heat of the night or something like that. Some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's how I took it. What happened? Uh, Yeah. Their interaction was interesting to me. I honestly didn't think the cop meant anything by calling him boy, the white cop. No, I don't think he did either. But I think that's a, I thought that was an interesting dialogue to see how like, you can be having the same conversation and not having the same conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, him. Him letting them go outside of the garage. Though I was like, "Come the fuck on." What? What? In what way? Just because, like, I just can't see that happening. I can't see them like opening the door and being like, other than like 
you know, we talk about being able to sense danger. Right. I, maybe he looked at them and was like, you know, the same way as the clerk, they ain't no killers. Yeah, they ain't no. That's probably what it was. I mean, because they had opportunity to fucking put it in and drive and run his ass over. You know what I'm saying? They I mean, they still could have. They could have, but they didn't. The fact that they didn't take the opportunity, they didn't react violently. Like it was kind of a stalemate on both of their behalves. I can see you like being a human being outside of the shield and saying, "One, I don't want to take responsibility for what's about to happen to y'all." Me knowing that, like, they're probably going to kill you. Ass cop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm already, you know, I'm already probably having my deals with the brush of racism here. So I can imagine that that exists where you're at. And then two, like, nigga, I'm not finna draw my gun and shoot nobody. I ain't finna <laughs> do none of that right now. I think So basically you're saying he was a punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, low-key, I think that exists. You know what I'm saying? Like, people that are- I mean, I no would one would have punk, ever, but, there would have been no, like, evidence of him, like, doing it. Yeah, and I guess, yeah. And and, and double back, because I don't think that's punk. I think that's like, like, if you did that and they were some real criminals, and you felt like they were some real criminals, like they was out here- Shooting babies and stuff like that, and you did that, and you were a whole asshole. But, but I mean, and we've talked about this before. Like cops, cops know what the protocol is in certain situations, yeah. and he probably didn't agree with the cop that drew the gun on him from the body cam, I mean dash cam footage that he saw. Right. So he probably was just like, I don't want to fuck with this. And doubling back, just because we didn't mention this with the um the the cop in Kentucky, the Kentucky cop. On the way back to the car from the gas station, he said something like that. He was like, um, I don't know. He was like, you know, I don't know what y'all did, but I'm sure y'all had your reasons. He was like, I had a few colleagues that have crossed the line more than one time before. So, so you know, they're making it known that this is a thing within the community. like That they're aware of. Yeah, that, you know, people do cross the fucking line. And, um, and not everybody stands on that side. I think the solidarity comes in when it comes to the public eye, but maybe there's some sort of, you know, reprimanding that happens behind the scenes. I mean, I and know. that makes me think that he's definitely cast as a person of color, the sheriff in Kentucky. Yeah. Um because I think a I think a cop that's a person of color would be more would re- more readily admit that or like right. see it from that perspective at the very least. Right. Um but it could be like you said, it could have been like negotiator con- like yeah. behavior. It could have been. Cuz I didn't think about it that way when I watched it the first time, but like Yeah. Having said having you having said that, I'm like thinking about it. Yeah. And also something we skipped over in that same that same scene or that same chunk of scene um was a very, very important line that Queen dished. And it was done, it seems like it was done in ADR, um, which, you know, just in filmmakers' terms, that means it was like voiceover done after the movie was mm-hmm. shot. When they went to go wave the car down. And Slim was like, I hope they're black. And she was like, that's not always a good thing. Mm-hmm. There was like a little foreshadowing moment. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, that, that was like a big, that's like a, I think that's a big thing. You know, like, it was foreshadowing once you see the entire thing. Right. But it's something that you probably catch better the second time around. Um, all right. So, yeah, he, conveniently this cop lets him down the road, the only road that doesn't have a, per- <laughs> a police perimeter around him. Um, and they make their hastily get away to South Florida. And uh, uh, this is where things get tricky. <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets a little sticky. <laughs> Once I saw them hanging out the car and doing all that we free shit, I was like, they gonna die. They gonna die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know how it was gonna happen, but I was like, they're not gonna survive this. There's too much of like them um, trying to have these experiences, like 
and and I also think it speaks to like they they knew they were gonna die because it was just like well let me let me live as much as I can in the the little bit of time that I have left right instinctively sort of thing. Um, well, they did indeed die. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, all right, y'all are giggling about this. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it wasn't funny, but it, you know, I don't know. Um, so, was the address legitimate? I think so. That the shepherds gave them. So, I think so. what were they supposed to be looking for? There was no house there, so were they at the wrong address? I mean, they didn't have no GPS. Yeah. Or maybe the person was like. Maybe they just missed the person. Maybe that is where they were supposed to be, but you know, the person that was supposed to show up didn't get to them in enough time. Because, I mean, I think that, just me personally, if I had a plane mm-hmm. and I was waiting for a queen and slim, I wouldn't be sitting there waiting for them for hours and hours on end. I might, like, drive past there every few hours. Right. Um, just Because I think if you're sitting there, then you call attention to yourself. Right. But, uh, I mean, like, I might drive past there every few hours just to see if they showed up. Or maybe I have a camera out there somewhere. I don't know. But right. I don't, I think like they may have come to the right place. They didn't know who they were looking for, obviously. Yeah, they didn't know what they were looking for. But then it, what, it, what it also calls back to makes me think is if the shepherds were picked up by the police and maybe when they left, maybe Mr. Shepherd was supposed to throw a call and say, hey, you know, the eagle no. is coming your way or something. Yeah. But didn't have a chance to because they were apprehended by the police. He maybe? made it seem as though he had already talked to the person, though, like they'll be expecting you. Right. But when, though? So, because it seemed like things, I don't, I don't know. Man. There's a, there's a lot of gray area there. Like just like very minor instruction for a big situation, you know. But you're not gonna give somebody a whole lot of detail anyway. Oh, uh, it's there's a lot of logistics with a plane. You know what I'm saying? Like there's more logistics than call this number or just show up at this place. It wasn't even show up at this place at 10 a.m. It was nothing. Like, it was no logistics. Show up at this address and you're good. Like that's. Yeah. I get you. There's more coordinates like that than ordering a pizza dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's more information for something simple like DoorDash than it is for like a whole plan to, plane to take you to Cuba. So I don't know. There's something I fishy that, about that. Uh, not to me. Okay. Not to me. I don't think that there was any like foul play on Flea's part, Mr. Shepard. And I honestly don't think his wife said anything either. I don't think that they snitched at all. Let me ask you this. Do you think the person in Florida on the other end of that phone, there was something, there was foul play on their end? No, I think that the nigga who found them just like Came hit up a, lick. On a lick. He hit a lick. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, um, I, I could see that too. I could see that too. Um, yeah, I guess now watching it, now thinking about it, because the first time I didn't think, I didn't know he was a snitch or whatever. But looking back at it, the reason why he points the gun at them is because he's trying to discern whether they're dangerous or not. Right. Right. It's not about, like, so he clearly doesn't know who they are. So if y'all didn't catch that quick slip, (laughs) Martin the Mailman just admitted that he had no clue that after watching the entire film that the dude with the gold teeth snitched on him. Nah, I didn't. So what was your explanation for him counting up the money? I just thought he was a dope boy. <laughs> I, thought he had, I thought he had money. Like you thought he just had like I thought, mad I thought he was just like going on with his life, going on with his business, like a lot of people do when like stuff like some people react in different I think there was a montage of like people looking at the thing and of course the mechanic is kind of crying a little bit. Um, but this guy's just counting money because some people are just like 
somebody dies, somebody gets shot by the police, they just keep going on about their day like nothing else is happening. Right. I thought I thought that's what that was supposed to portray. Interesting. So I didn't know he was a snitch at first. So you guys told me. Okay. So well, having said that, Leezy, are we confident that he was the snitch? Yeah. Okay. See, I was well, pretty confident. I was, I, I was too. And the thing that tipped me off the most is like. Um, like jet fuel is not cheap, right? And to just be like, well, my homeboy called me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some fucking jet fuel in a plane yeah. and take it wherever. So it it for them to be like, first of all, I he felt wrong. I said that. He felt oh yeah, wrong. right. He, he felt, felt wrong. wrong. Yeah. Um, but for someone to be like, I'm gonna need to take you tomorrow to Cuba tomorrow, that makes sense to me because it's like I'm gonna need to get some jet fuel, right? And then it's like. Okay, well, they said they need to go an hour, and they're just like, okay. Yeah. Well, right. That's I thought the opposite. I thought that if someone says, we can't leave now, we got to go tonight or tomorrow, I'm thinking, like, there's, there's, he's setting them up. I thought because there was so little time to get it ready that it was legit or something like that. And that's probably what they wanted to make you feel. Yeah, but nah. Yeah. Because they even added on to that, where it, was, it looked like Queen and Slim were about to chill. And he was like, what y'all doing? It's an hour away. And he said he's going to be ready in an hour. So it was like he was anxious, like, yo, I want to get y'all to freedom. You know, it was, I mean, just another reason why they would trust him. It just seemed like he was, you know, he was doing a lot to try to get them to a certain place. But you know what, man? He, you know, when I think about his motivation... He was extremely poor. They kind of showed us some imagery to let us know that he was he he was living in, in extreme poverty. Um, so I guess it makes sense. You know, like I think maybe everything he was saying was genuine. Like, you know, y'all gave us something to believe in, and you know, smoking. Yeah, I'd be smoking like a motherfucker if I was y'all paranoid. Y'all, that stuff was probably genuine, but maybe it's just a commentary on how people's like financial status really can sort of like. Go into their integrity or into their. I don't think that. So, a couple things. Okay. Trying to get them high in the car, you want them to be relaxed. That way, they're not as cognizant of like your bullshit. So, I think that was manipulation on his part. Like, I'm gonna get you high, and then it's the same thing. Like, yes, but like, the... you know what I mean. Like, your inhibitions are a little low because you're high. That's what I think was going on. But in terms of like what you're saying about integrity with a, a person that's impoverished. It depends on which side of the coin you are. If you really think they're criminals and you think that they're wrong for killing this cop, then it's like, well, I don't feel bad about turning your ass in. You kill somebody. Right. But it clearly, I mean, just by the whole exchange, he clearly has to know that they don't, they're not, they're not cop killers, right? Of course, because he doesn't feel any fucking danger from them. But at the same time, it's just like, well, you did kill somebody. So whatever, yeah. like this is this is what the law tells me I should do. Like, you understand? What but I'm this saying? nigga had a shot, sawed-off shotgun. Like, I hear you, he but I don't think that weapon. that's. I don't think that someone's. I, I will say this. I say when you're poor, yeah, you are the poverty uh, is a, there's a direct correlation between poverty levels and crime, and I don't think that that's about integrity so much as it is about survival. Yeah. Well, so here, yeah, correct. That's kind of more. If I ain't so got I'm no saying. food, I, like if if I'm trying to stay alive, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if I'm chilling over here, I might be poor. Um, it's like the same argument with welfare. I mean, you can take it away, but these people are still going to need to eat, so they're going to come take your food. Right. Like, you know so, what I mean? And let's be clear, because that's not the commentary that I believe. Okay. I, my, my 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 dealings with people is not, just because they're poor doesn't mean they're going to do something um, irrational or like 
uh, substandard just because they're poor. You of know what I'm not. saying? Like, like people have these ideas. I mean, you can go into projects and their houses are like nice and clean and, yeah. and neat. You go in a rich person's house and they're filthy. So yeah. Like, so it's so I, that's not how I feel. I'm mm-hmm. saying we already crossed the boundaries of social responsibility with this movie. Okay. So I'm saying, is this like another function of social oh, responsibility? I see what you're saying. I see saying, what you're saying. that like since oh. the, since he's broke, he would do this. You know? I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. I just. He felt wrong. And I like people look out for themselves. Like that's the American way. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I don't I don't know that it was it was meant to like say something negative about poor people or to have you look at poor people a certain way. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. Well, I'm yeah, I I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, they showed us some imagery, but I'm just really trying to discern why he would do that. Like as as somebody who is probably who number one is under the same microscope of like uh defamation in terms of how the police look at them, you know, he falls right under a, a similar characteristic. He's a black man, young black man. He's got gold teeth, drives a, you know, a car that some people will regard as probably a drug dealer car, smokes weed. Like, he would be under the same stereotypes as Queen and Slim, right? Like, just being black. Probably more so. Probably more so. So why would, so what would be your motivation outside of, and I guess half a million cash rules, everything around me is the motivation. <laughs> that part. But, but outside of that, like, is half a million enough for either one of you to sell out somebody that you feel like has been done unjustly? Not someone that I feel has done, has been unjustly treated. Because I don't want to profit. I don't want that blood on my hands. No. Right. How about you, Martin? I would say no right now. But if I was like homeless, dead, broke, starving, I don't know what I would do. I respect that answer. Um, I respect. I respect be, that answer. And to be fair, I'm thinking about myself and my life as it stands today. Yeah. Then no, I wouldn't. But to Martin's point, like, I, I mean, I've been dead broke. I don't know if I. I don't. I. I mean, it's hard to compare. You know. I, I've been dead broke for a in, a in a period of time where he may have been like impoverished over years. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, mean, I know people who want to work and earn an honest living, but right. they can't make ends meet doing that. So it, they they do a little something on the side that's unsavory. You know what right. I mean? And, Shout out to Parasite. Oh yeah, that movie <laughs> nigga. We got we should do a Parasite. Have you seen it yet, Lizzie? Not yet. I'm gone. Man. Yeah, well, that's a good movie. But, and then also, I'm I'm thinking about the industry probably where he's at, South Florida. There's probably nothing. There's no trade really there. Um, I would imagine. Um, so so yeah. So I guess half a million is is definitely a fucking lick. I don't understand how he gets cashed out so quick. That's a whole big. We don't know how question. far into the future that is though. Well, I mean, they're it, watching isn't it, the newscast. Like, so it'll be that day, probably. Yeah, that day or the next day. This He's nigga cashed the fuck. Yeah, yeah. why he counting the money? He just, he count, he counting and he shake his head. Like, I mean, Damn, that sucks, nigga. I mean, we don't know what he negotiated ahead of time, but I see what you're saying. Dog, like, he seemed a little rushed. He only had like that phone call to negotiate, right? Hmm? He only had that phone call to negotiate ahead of time, right? No, he definitely had talked to them before he before talked he about got. the plane. That's, okay. a, that's an assumption I could say. I mean, so let's, let's just say total he had, let's just say total because they went to sleep at night, mm-hmm. which, oh, he told a really good, I, I really like that. Um, remember, she had to, she couldn't go to sleep, so he told her a story, mm-hmm. and it was about where babies come from, and I asked my dad, I asked my mom, I asked my grandma, I asked my brother. Uh, he was just like, man, babies come from fucking plain and simple. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and I think that's kind of like a, 
that's kind of like uh, to me symbolism of like sometimes we make things more complicated than, than they, they need are. to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that the federal government actually pays out the half a million. That's what I have a hard time believing that. Um, I, I see. I you know, and I know that's a moot point because they actually they showed you know him counting, but I just feel like that's a whole nother flaw there. I've never called Crime Stoppers. I need somebody who called Crime Stoppers and actually got the ten thousand dollars to to call in. Get Jay Wiles on the phone. Tell him, ask him what happened when he snitched on Adnan. Who? Oh, Jay Wiles. Oh, we talking about from uh from cereal? cereal? Yeah, that's funny. Um, so I have a hard time believing that, but but it makes sense why he, you know, he dropped him off and he turned the corner real quick. So it was obviously he didn't know the pilot because he didn't even wave like yo or nothing like that. He just kept it moving. Um, I thought it was interesting that the pilot never got out of the plane. So was the pilot police? Or yeah, I'm guessing now the pilot was like either he was a civilian that like the police had told to just start up a plane mm-hmm. to keep them distracted enough for um, the cops to get behind them. I think that's what happened. But then that's that becomes irresponsible for the cops to shoot with the plane in the background. Yeah, this movie doesn't make. Uh, I mean, yeah. I seen a, a, a UPS uh, worker that was being held hostage in Florida was murdered by the police earlier this week. Dog, so. yeah, that was yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, they didn't they didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, that's true. Him and another person got shot. So yeah, that's true. They don't. They, I don't know how unrealistic it is. Cause they don't be giving a fuck. Okay. All right. So cops is out here not giving a fuck. Um, how did y'all feel about it? When when when, when y'all saw them get dropped off, th- like, did you feel like it was they were getting away at that point, Lizzie? Like, did you kind of say, "Oh, okay, well, maybe this is happening." I didn't know what was gonna happen, um, but the way that it happened, like the people in the theater when they turned the camera and you see the cops coming around the corner, they were like, "Oh man, damn!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it seemed like everybody's heart sunk. That's what happened in your theater too, Martin. Um, yeah, kind of like that. I mean, I thought they might do like a Fast and Furious thing and try to run into the plane and get away in a shot up plane, but <laughs> no, <laughs> it <didn't happen>. no. <laughs> they kicked the pilot out the Cessna. Yeah, <laughs> and then they uh, they they come towards the cops and it's like a chicken yeah. standoff, and, and then it just flies over. It flies over the thing. Okay, they could have went that route. You know what I mean? I mean, why not? Right? Why not go that? You done came this far from Cleveland. Yeah, you done overcame all this other shit. Why not run for it? I'd rather to... see the plane get blown up in the sky than see like what we saw at the end. So yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I I was I was hurt, man. I you know so so skills is not here uh, for this portion, but skills was when we talked about this. This was where his rant came from. He was pissed off as a motherfucker that. Well, yeah, it was three things. It was the boys shooting the cop. It was the fact that, like, a brother sold out these two um, figures and this ending of, like, black bodies being um, black bodies being hurt and, of course, it not being a happy ending at the end. Right. Well, he said the trailer sold him a love story, and he just was like, what the fuck? Right, which, which that was all valid in his rant, and he's since taken it down, but he feels like he was bamboozled. He feels like he was, he was fucking... Uh, he was bought into this movie from this trailer, sold a love story, and instead saw two innocent black people get shot down from a crime that they really were defending themselves from. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty much Skills' stance. And also something that, uh, you you know, uh, just to give you guys a, some perspective on the conversation that I had with Skills on the phone, um, I was kind of torn, right? There was a lot of, like, back and forth. Like, after I saw the movie and me and him talked, 
at great length. And I wasn't necessarily on board with, he, you know, his position was fuck Lena, fuck this movie, don't go see it, I'm mad as a bitch, Treasy, fuck them niggas, yo, like, yo. <laughs> like, it was all of that. And, he, you know, he admits that, of course. Um, and I wasn't really on board with that. And then he said something that, like, was the biggest, it kind of, it kind of. Epiphany for you. The biggest epiphany for me. He felt like in that moment, with them being, you know, meeting this guy with the gold teeth and then them being transported in this vehicle to, you know, basically led to the fucking slaughterhouse. He felt like in that moment, we, the audience, the audience was Queen and Slim in the back seat, mm. and at the wheel was Lena Waithe mm. and Melina Matsukas as the driver with the gold teeth, basically looking like us, Standing, you know, with us like they stand for the culture. You know, they've done all these things. They do it for the culture. And that's leading us towards this trauma, yeah. Leading us towards this trauma. And 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 that's when the light bulb for me came on, when Skills made that point. Uh, because that is indeed, I couldn't figure, I couldn't rationalize outside of like, man, why they have to let a brother fucking lead them to the slaughterhouse? Because in that moment specifically, I felt in my heart of hearts that that he was setting them up because because he felt wrong to me as well, Easy. But I said to myself, he felt so wrong that, that he couldn't I, have been that he couldn't have been yeah. wrong. And I said, I think the point of this this entire point happening here is like for for us to say to ourselves, or for me specifically in this moment to say. I have to learn to trust our people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I completely let my guard down and was like, nope, I know he looks wrong. I know he feels wrong. But the filmmakers, I know for a fact, the filmmaker is saying that we have to trust our people more because that's something I'm very cognizant of. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, trusting our people. And the second I fucking let that shit down, like, he just ripped it from the inside out, man. Mm. And, and that's for me why it really fucking hurt. So I've been, I, I kind of shared with you guys in our chat that I had a position that maybe is unpopular because, you know, people's very visceral reactions to violence against black bodies. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I totally get how that can be traumatic to you. But on the other side of that coin, there are all these other movies that depict graphic violence against black bodies that we almost say is like a rite of passage for your blackness that right. like you have to watch them. So I was like, well, what is what is the difference, right? Because it's depictions of of of, of violence. It's, it's us being killed. And I guess like um having hearing you say what you just said like gives me even more perspective on that because I guess like we know there's no surprises there. We know that like these people are not going to have a happy ending. Right. You're not be, you're not being sold that like they're it's, that it's a love story. Correct. Like um we we know that these people live violent lives. So like that like having you say it that way kind of gives me some perspective cuz I just had so many questions. I I think that you know violence from the police is a very real threat in some communities and I think civil gun violence is a very real threat in some communities and people are galvanized by both of those things in different ways. Right. Um, so I'm just kind of like, why such a visceral reaction here? But then we were like, nah, my son needs to watch Boys in the Hood and see Ricky get shot in the back over fucking nothing. Right. So, um, but I guess like, like you know, we didn't have, we weren't under any illusions that like we knew where Ricky was going in life. Yeah, and 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 Skills has a point to that too, right? Mm -hmm. Skills' point because that was something that people bought up like in their reactions to him, 
you know, like, what about Menace? What about this? What about that? And his thing was like... What, a, what about Juice? We watch niggas get shot mad times in Juice. Yeah, mad times, <laughs> right? So it's so um, I think he had a two-point response to that. Well, I know he had a two-point response to that. One was that, you know, outside of Ricky... There were there was incidences that warranted the repercussions, mm-hmm. right? Like, and Ricky was a. I mean, he did get into an argument with some with a, an opposing gang. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think in, in over bo- nothing over it, somebody's shoulder checking him. That's like, it. And, it, and it wasn't nothing he even did. It's nothing, but but his brother motherfucking comes. Oh, and that's shows exactly the hammer what it was. And, they was bloods and they was crips. Exactly. And he, he bumped them and it turned into a thing. So um, that's that. But his bigger point was like. Why this stood out is different from those. He was like, imagine if, you know, they carry Ricky's body back to the neighborhood and Furious Styles come outside and Ricky mama and Ricky girlfriend and the whole neighborhood come outside to rally around this dead body of Ricky, you know, in 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 mourning and support. And then them gang members come right back around the corner and shoot up everybody on the block and then mm-hmm. the movie go off. You know, which to me isn't really like the strongest of points, but I I understand the sentiment. That's of, that's how he felt of what he's exactly. That's the sentiment of what he's saying is that like imagine like Trey was, doesn't get to go to college, <laughs> right? There's no resolution to this. Mm-hmm. There there's no silver lining that came out of any of this. Um, so that was kind of like his position on that. Um, it it is kind of weird in this movie that the silver lining is like murals and T-shirts. That feels kind of cheap a little bit. Uh, it doesn't feel cheap. It feels realistic because that's what happens. Yeah, you get, mean, yeah, that's true. You yeah. die and they they memorialize you, but yeah, like that's keep, the end of it. Yeah, they keep moving. And, yeah. and another person gets shot. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. both situations, whether you get shot on the street or the police kill you, like life right. goes on and more people die. Right. Yeah, that's the facts. And um, and obviously that was a callback to the conversation he was having with the kid. Uh, they were they were having with the kid where the kid was expressing like. You'll be immortal. You'll be immortal. Uh, so. um, I just wanted to ask one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how, like, a lot of times there's a sh- police shooting video, right? Somebody gets killed. A non, a non-black person. Maybe because I've seen so many of these, like, that that end of scene, it hurt, but it didn't hurt that bad to me. I could still be like, okay, this is just a movie. Maybe. When they get shot? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, did y'all feel the same way where it was like, or maybe you have, I don't know how many of you. Uh, how many you have watched or whatever? I, to be I honest, actually, after Philando, I stopped watching that. Yeah, I, I do. It, it, if it looks like somebody's about to get killed by a cop in a video, I, there's a lot of videos of like, mur- like I haven't watched the Nipsey video. Like, there's yeah. a lot of videos. I just want, if I know that's coming, I'm not watching it, man. I I don't want to be desensitized to that kind of shit. I don't that's, either, and it's tra- yeah. it's trauma. It's just imagery I don't need in my brain. Like yeah. I've seen way too many black people killed, um, and like I guess it was so graphic for me for Philando because like. It's one thing to see them like far away, but like he didn't die immediately. You know, you see yeah. like uh, the man yeah. getting shot in the back. The cop shoots him and he falls down and he's dead. Like I, Philando struggled for a while, and I was like, I don't ever want to see this again. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard to watch. I guess what's weird about watching the movie is like the violence is stylized. Like the way that the shooting happens in the movie, I've never really seen. And of course, it's a movie, but I've never really seen any actual shooting happen that way. Like. The blood, the like, the shots, the way it's framed and stuff like that is for a certain emotional effect. I mean, respectively, because I mean it's a movie. Yeah. But it's it's just weird that like when you see like a real thing happen, it doesn't look anything like that. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a function of, 
you know expectation versus reality yeah yeah uh, i will say the way that uh, it, this scene was shot like when when queen got shot i didn't exp- i didn't see it coming like it's scared like that was like i had i aud- like i made an audible noise and i jumped a little bit and i never really do that in movies yeah. you know what i'm saying like usually you could tell by the way something's framed when the hook is coming and when the car is coming to hit somebody or when something when something's going to happen it's just like they they kind of I can't even explain it. I can just show it when you, you know what I'm saying? It's like I can only show it to you when it's happening, where they they do a certain angle that sets up for the reveal, and I didn't see this one coming. What did you think she meant by, will you be my legacy? Um, Or she said, I'll be your legacy. I thought she said, will you be my legacy? That's not she said, can I be your legacy? Yeah, can I be your legacy? Oh, he was like, you already are. Oh, okay. You know, and then you already... And the shot happened. So obviously it was it's like, you know, she's a big part of his story. You know, like what people are going to remember about Slim is what he was suspected for. You know what I'm saying? What he was on the run for. And then for it to end the way it did six days later, I mean, that is his legacy. Um, that, you know, he, he killed a cop. Yeah. And you know, and he was gunned down by the police. So that's just the way we remember Philando Castile. You know, we just talked about him in the in the sense of he was unarmed and killed by a police officer. Um, and Diamond is his legacy. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's when people get killed, they get reduced to these moments. Um, for the people that don't know them, let me say that um, they get reduced to these moments. But obviously, they have family that that knew they existed. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, so you know maybe some of this dialogue, maybe more of the, the maybe more of what sticks with us are the things and the dialogues that happen in between these moments of people like being very um, over preoccupied with what happens with to them as people um, in in the memory of the world uh, because it just seems like a lot of space was dealt with that. You know, when when I look back at it, there was a lot of dialogue dedicated to people being them being preoccupied with the mark they leave, the mark they leave, taking the picture. That was a big thing for Slim. You know, he made a decision like, yo, I want people to know we were here. That's very interesting. Like, it's not so much that <laughs> that's what Coco was all about. Oh, yes. Coco that was what was Coco amazing. was. all. I mean, I cried my eyes out. Me you never too. seen Coco like. Yeah. Anyway, um. That's what Coco was all about, what people think of you versus, like, who you actually were and what those memories mean um, in perpetuity. Mm -hmm. That's not even something I really think about for myself so much as, like, I think about it for my father a lot and what Mm -hmm. he's contributed. Like like I said, I was in Richmond yesterday, and uh, my father built the visitor center for the Maggie Walker house. And I don't remember why I didn't go to, like, the unveiling of it because I remember that was a big deal. He worked on it for a long time. I might have been in school or something. Um, but I was there yesterday and I was like, damn, I really should go there. And I was thinking my daughter needs to know that he built that. And like different things around the city here, there's a streetscape, like not too far from where we are right now that my father did. And I'm like, I, I, that's something that I would like for generations of my own family to know about him. Um, as opposed to like, yeah, that I had a grandfather that, I mean, he built shit and Right. That is pretty dope. (laughs) Well, well, you know, to be fair. But I don't think about that for myself. That's not a conversation of like, what mark do I want to leave on the world? Like, I just kind of want to be happy in love while I'm here. That's, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I think obviously their situation was escalated by the fact that they were in imminent danger. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was a little bit more on their, on their, on their foreconscious than it would be on yours. 
Um, but I, I do, I do think that's, I know I think about it a lot, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think about it more so how my daughter's going to remember me, um, because that's all I could think of. I know maybe she'll go on and have kids, maybe she won't, um, but I know she exists in the now, so if everything goes right, I'm going to die before her, and if I meet an untimely death, you know, I, I, I do worry about, I worry about a few things. I worry about like dying too early to where like my her memory of me fades. You know what I'm saying? And I worry about like if I die like what are going to be the moments that she that define how she remembers me. I don't think what you're doing is any different than what I'm doing. I just don't place myself in the story of my family. I, and my the oral tradition of my family is really important to me, which is why I want my father to be included in that story. Right. But I don't even think about myself. I'm just like, I'm out here loving. But you're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're, you're creating memories with your child. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want her to remember you a certain way. And I maybe I'm doing the same thing without even thinking about it, you know? Maybe, maybe. Or I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, not saying you should or you shouldn't be thinking about it. I, but yeah, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that opinion you know but I think sometimes too these ideologies have to come online right like I don't think it's it's the same rollout for everybody like you guys talked about being militant at a very early age you Mm -hmm. know that didn't come online to me until early to later on in life you know but but so you're thinking like there may be a point where I care about it differently or or where people start to care about yeah I I think I think that's a thing I think um I think for some people, and this is, I don't think this goes for you, right? This, mm-hmm. I think for some people, maybe they would make different decisions if they thought about that, right? Like in life, like because maybe some people don't think about it because they don't think that they matter. So they kind of put themselves on a back burner about things. So it's like, oh, um, yeah, I'll fuck it. I'll just, I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll drink and drive because I'm not thinking about repercussions or legacy of repercussion. You know what I'm saying? Or re- yeah, I do know what you're saying, but you also have me over here thinking about the little boy in that movie and what the life expect like the life expectancy for young black males. How remember when we were young and they were like so many whatever number of black males don't make it to C twenty one. Like and I, you know, some some media that I've consumed recently like has brought me back to that thought that some people's world is really small and they don't expect to live. So like death being more imminent for them is something that they may be thinking about. At fourteen, at like 14, right. I didn't think about dying at fourteen. I started. I didn't think about dying until I got sick. Like you know what I mean. Right. Um. So to your point, like I get what you're saying. People may make different decisions based on what they think their legacy will be, and I don't think that's any different than this little boy yeah. in this movie. Like him being more cognizant of his mortality, like just sent him in another direction. Yeah, it sent him in another direction, and it, but it also, to me, it also creates um, a curiosity to what was happening in his life to where this... That's the thing he grabbed onto. Yeah, it was that important. That's it? That's it. I got it. I'm gone. So my my thing about your rant, like, and I I told you this straight up, right? Like, I feel like criticism is okay. I feel like criticism is warranted. I feel like, uh, I know artists are very sensitive, but I think if you're an artist that really cares about the state of black progression, um... And you really want to make a dent with your art. Like, I think uh, hearing all sides of the people, it, 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 it helps. You know, if you're representing the people from a historical context, because because this film, looking back from looking back to where we're at, the same way we looked back at Boys in the Hood just, uh, just now in Menace, 20 years from now, when we look back at this, it's going to say something, right? It's going to, it represents the time, right? Mm-hmm. So it has to have... 
it has to be rooted in truth. Right. Right. Mm. Um, I just had a thought. Finish yours. Okay. So my only thing about your rant was the whole don't go see this shit. I'm not mm-hmm. supporting Lena Wade, uh, Melina. I want my money back. All of that shit. Which, which, <laughs> she you know, could have been like, take your bitch ass $7. Yeah, like, she should have been like, send me a cash tag. She could have been like, what's your cash at? Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you take, 15, take 50, that shit nigga. down. I'm a double. Whatever you spend, I'd send you double and fuck you. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. That would have been some G shit, Lena. You should have did that. I, I, I would have had to respect her even more. Yeah. Like, I can see you just giggling at that shit, though. So, But, but my thing, man, is like a, as a friend and me knowing that you're an artist, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like for somebody to basically completely dismember your uh, your your first feature film, like that's right. that's got to be traumatic right. in a certain way. You know, to completely rip it apart and then end your, um, you know, spoil it for everybody. So you are fucking up the bag, bro. I spoiled it. <laughs> you spoiled I it. Told motherfuckers to not go see. It. Right. I drug it. Drug it. Said I hated it. Right. Said I wanted my money back. And said I would never support, support. anything. <laughs> yeah, you you was yeah you yeah you was catching the bodies. Out very strongly. That I called it the most socially irresponsible film that I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's that's crazy. I Woo. mean, it was, it was socially irresponsible, but definitely not the most. Like the most skill. Yeah. It was probably like skills really <laughs> the most. Yeah, you was extra. With I, bro, shit. I was triggered. You well, you know what though? Very emotional. But to, to your point, yeah. the thought that I was having is. I don't think so. I think it is less socially irresponsible than the hate you give. And when somebody's looking back on police brutality in 20 years, yeah. I would much rather than watch Queen and Slim right. than the and, hate and, you give. And that's wow. where that's where this movie this movie has equity. No, it does. So when you when when you say high art like because that is what I classify this as. It's going to appreciate as the years go by. That's what I've come to realize is that this film whether or not I feel a certain way about what the film did, mm-hmm. I know aesthetically there was a lot of thought put into this. This oh, it's this beautiful. Was, it was this was a beautiful fucking film. Um, so so and it, you you know it was well acted. Um, it was just a grand effort on everybody's part. Right. Um, that's the part that didn't sit right with me. Skills as a friend, I was just like, man, as an artist, like it's. You, how dare you sort of take, you know, move people from the trough just because it doesn't sit right with you, you know? And I, good art is supposed to make us feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we kind of expect. That's that's what a lot of people want from their art. They want to feel something. Um, so as much as I as 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 much as I agree with you on a lot of the points, that was the one that I was just like, man, I can't. I can't fuck with that. You, you know, know what? what? Yeah. Well, you ain't say that. So you definitely had me thinking you was riding <laughs> with me the whole way. I'm a bitch. Great. Ass Thank nigga. you. Thank you. I'm a bitch. Thank nigga, you bro. for the nigga that being the end of the movie. Yeah. That's who the yeah. fuck you. You definitely had me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm a bitch nigga for that one. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I never felt any of that. I yeah. felt like I felt like you were riding with me the whole way. No, no, nigga. I no, I did devil's advocate plenty of times. When? Plenty of times I in our conversation. Had this conversation off off air. It was I mean, it wasn't strong devil's advocate. Advocate. It, it was like devil advocate. It was like devil's advocate. Your, your devil advocate. Hey, it, was, it was diet devil's advocate. Diet, 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 diet ass. Right. I was, like, I was like, but skills, what if she, don't you think that she, that was, that was yeah, like, you I was like, I told her. You can look at it that way. You talk right. like your Byron character. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that foot is better than I ever show up, nigga. Because <laughs> I, I got a nuke. I, I got a nuke too. I know. Okay, just making sure we both respect each other. Cold War. I know. Okay. Oh. Damn. <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, man. Um, you were triggered, man, and I think I think that that's okay. I don't think you were. I I don't think you were the only person. No, but, he definitely wasn't. Um. So, and of course, man. You know, as we stated at the beginning, I don't. I don't. Y'all's conversation, the conversation, because you did speak with Lena after that. Yes. She called you. Y'all y'all talked it out. Y'all's conversation is your conversation. But at that end of that conversation, did you come out with understanding her perspective? Yes. And you feel like her perspective and her offering that perspective was satisfactory enough for you to make your apology? Yes. Oh. I definitely did. So, So to the people that feel like... Because me, you know, when you first made the apology and when she first contacted you selfishly, I was like, man, fuck. I w- why couldn't this shit happen after the podcast? Because <laughs> we were already playing. <laughs> I wanted that energy for the podcast. Right, he right, He really right. did, though. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, boy. Yeah, I was like, boy, I can't wait. <laughs> I was like, you was like, yo, you willing to come? I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Hot, yeah. Straight up. But, but what would you say to niggas that feel like now you like all the way backpedaling right now? Um, you didn't talk to her. Okay. Um, she explained it to me in a way that I understood her perspective and what she was trying to say. And, and even knowing that a lot of people might not get it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, but the film had to happen in the way as in, in the way that she, her and Melina saw that it should. Right. They they did they did a lot of work um, to get that to the theaters, and they wanted their vision to be seen the way that they wanted it to be seen. Right. So with that regard and being an artist myself, um, I had to take that, you know what I mean? Like, because I, I know what it is to put out things, and once you put them out, you they are to be critiqued. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I've had I've put out songs to people like, yeah, man, when you die, I got this. And I'd be like, damn, that's not even what I was intending, but... You know, I see that you took it that way. Or somebody might say, well, what did you mean when you said da 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 Was that song really about whoop de whoop de whoop And I'm right. like, well, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you so far off. And like, bro, I always wondered that, man. I've been wondering that shit since 96. Wow. You mean you tell me that shit had nothing to do with da 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 I'm like, nah, actually it didn't. I, I just fucking, it was some rap shit. Like, I <laughs> right. like, damn, okay, that's what's up. And, and you know, that is what it is. So... You know, I, I definitely felt as though my apology to her needed to be just as loud as my disrespect because I was wrong in telling people. I was wrong in spoiling it. I was wrong in telling people to not go see it because I didn't like it. Right. And I, I forgot my influence and how many people follow me and listen to me. And, and they looked at me talking about this so passionate. They were like, Skills, I ain't never seen you talk about nothing like this. And I know you like movies, bro. And I know you go to hell of shit. And I ain't never seen you talk like this about Jones. You know what? I ain't fucking with it either, bro. Right. Like motherfuckers was really taking your word. You know what I mean? And then of course the next morning it was like, oh nigga, that's all it took was a phone call from Lena Waite. Right. You flip flopping like that skills for the bag, nigga. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I ain't even get a bag. Right. I was just wrong. You was just wrong. Right. And I felt I was. And and. In doing what I did, when she explained it to me, I got it. That's yeah. a respect. That's the mark of a man, a person who can admit when they're wrong and and can have the humility to to make amends for it. Like if you can't respect that, you a whole whack nigga. Like yeah. perspective really is whack. Yeah, you know I mean? oh yeah, facts. So you know, I did it, and uh, I don't feel no kind of way about it. And then you know, I started having blogs hit me up, and they wanted to do interviews with me. And, and you know, what did she say to you? And I'm like, bro, that's her story to tell. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I took the post down so motherfuckers couldn't take, 
you know, a couple motherfuckers screenshotted it, but you know, I was like, I, I first I edited the post to take out all of the spoilers. Right. You know what I mean? I was gonna leave up all the fuck this film and da da da, and I was like, what's the point? Right. You know what I mean? Like, take the whole shit down. Yo, matter of fact, yo, you a fucking liar. Why am I lying? <laughs> no, no, not about that. I did say something to your bitch ass, man. When you posted on, when you remember when CeeLo posted? Yes. CeeLo posted, and I responded to you, nigga. And I was like, man, you can't act like you, you, you can't say shit like you can't give him another chance. I was like, as many chances I gave that nigga night, night, shamalamalam. <laughs> Stop being racist. Oh, Is that racist? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You I did, did tell you that. how I felt, man. You did. Yeah, Once. apologize as loud as you fucking disrespect <laughs> <laughs> My microphone ain't on, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. All jokes aside, man, I think that's honorable. Um, I'm glad that y'all pieced it out. Is is there is there did a did a a potential friendship bud from that from this yeah, situation? Yeah, I mean, you know, you when later. she called me, she was like, "Yo, it's my number. Lock me in." You know what I mean? Like, and she said, "And if you can, if you find it in your time, she said, go see it again." Yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, you know what, I will. So, so if 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 the t- like. I use the term appreciate this. You know, I feel like this film will appreciate over time. Guns I do, and butter. Guns and butter, facts. <laughs> I do feel like, um, I do feel like a second view of this movie probably would warrant so much extra nutritional value yeah. that you didn't catch the first that. time. I believe Yeah, that. so kudos to Lena for that. Um, would you support anything she does in the future? Yes. Okay. Um, and as a writer, as you being a writer and her being a writer, mm-hmm. um, do you respect... Um, the, the amount of thought she put in. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Pin game vicious. Pin game vicious. Layer game vicious. Yeah, yeah. Layer her layer game vicious. Mm. In, in this in this particular project, in this particular set. which opens up my eyes to other things that she's doing. You know what I mean? Because I, I now I'm looking for. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm, you know, I could be a fan as as if I am of anybody else, the Jordan Peels and, you know what I'm saying, the people that are making movies now and still the, the OG cats, the Spikes, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, yeah, nah, man, Um, she she has a right to tell her story the way she wanted to tell it. And like I said, if it comes down to it and people just want to say, yo, skill, why, why did you... Why did you flip flop? Like, 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 why did why was you so mad? Like, I wanted a happy ending. Right. If, if you break the shit down in layman terms, I wanted a happy ending. I didn't want to see black people die in that manner, on screen in front of me in 2019 in that way. And I thought I wanted somebody to fucking get away. I wanted somebody to fucking. So I wanted something to smile about at the end of it. And right. She didn't give me that. She didn't give you that. Yeah. She basically. And that said, was fuck her your intentions. Feelings. Yeah. Fuck your feelings. Yeah. Cause shit real out here. It's very real. I don't think that was a sentiment that you that you shared alone. Yeah. No. You know? Medicine don't taste good, bro. Yeah. Mm, it don't. You don't like that shit. It don't. You're right. But it's but but in order to get better. <laughs> You gonna need that shit for that cold. You wanna shake that motherfucker, but yeah. it don't taste good going down. Yeah. And that's what she was that was, you know, theoretically, that's what she was trying to do. Right, right. It, progress is not a clean equation. Right. Put it right in your face. Yeah. What um what what are, what are y'all final thoughts on some of this, man? Like having talked through this Leezy, do you see things a little bit different with this film in certain spaces, certain um, parts? I I kind of I'm understanding people's reactions a little bit more, um, in terms of like why they're so triggered by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I stand by what I said about, like, the things that I found not so great about the writing. Um, right. I mean, some of the 
editing choices were weird too. The scenes where they were supposed to be traveling so far across the country were like hella short. Like I'm gonna come around this bend real fast and I'm gonna go right here. <laughs> right. So I was just like, okay, that's an interesting editing choice. I'm starting to like see some things in the way that y'all watch movies. Right. But like, I mean, I've never said to anyone because my friends are asking me and I was kind of like hesitating because I don't want to like discourage anyone from watching. But I said it was okay. Right. It it wasn't. I really wanted to love it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. But it wasn't a bad movie. It was mm. still a, it was still a good movie. It just I didn't it, I didn't love it as much as I as, as I to. wanted to because right. I was you I've been talking about this shit for, for a minute. Yeah, no, this was at the top of your list for 2019. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. So I mean, so that's that's saying a lot. That it, it didn't yeah, it, it just that. it didn't it didn't give me it didn't give me what I needed, and for a different reason than skills. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I can I can be triggered by things and see the violence, and I do appreciate it making me feel something. Right. Um, Except that little boy shooting that cop, fuck that, that scene. Yeah, but- <laughs> that, that that scene. I'm not gonna lie, Lena. If you listening, man, that's the one scene. Like y'all, motherfuckers should have rethought that, man. That's just my opinion, but. Anyway. Yeah. So I mean, we could have we could have let the other guy suffocate in the trunk, and I'd have felt better about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, 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 facts. But um, oh, shit. <laughs> but um, yeah. I I I I would still encourage people to see it. I think it's worth seeing if for nothing else to have these kind of dialogues about how it made you feel, mm-hmm. and if for no other reason to undo the bullshit that is the hate you give. <laughs> yeah, I, I, haven't even, I haven't even seen that. Martin, man, how about you, man? I know you had a, a huge epiphany here with the motherfucker found out Humpy Hump and Shy G was the, same, the same person. <laughs> you mean they wasn't twins? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, oh. I'll say because um, early on, like maybe midway through the movie, I guess, especially that convenience store scene. I was like, this is just, they're making really stupid decisions. I should think about this movie in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said in the group chat, I thought about it more figuratively than literally. Right. And my conclusion was it's it's sort of a slave narrative in a sense. It's like, that's what I saw it as. I saw it as like runaway slaves, especially since like there's this whole controversy about um, the woman who was cast. They said that they were looking for someone who looked like a field slave. Right. I, and, um, I saw that. Skill right. sent that to me actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah, yep. but, but that yeah. Was in the casting. But yeah, there was oh. a specific scene of like they were driving and there were some prisoners like in the fields working, so it mm. felt like one or slaves like watching other slaves work. Or there was this whole thing about a black man on a horse, which I thought it was like referencing slavery and the whole the scene with uh, Flea or whatever that felt very the whole movie kind of felt like the underground like they were on the underground railroad yeah. and they were yeah. they were allies yeah wow yeah, I guess now that I know the snitch thing it, it's very similar to like Nat Turner and his rebellion how he was snitched on by a black yeah. guy and got taken out that way motherfucking Fuck, Steven yeah man Damn. That's brilliant, Martin. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Yo, like when we when I realized that four all four of us had a different perspective of the ending. Dog, I can't think of another film that is a modern film that has done that, and where, that, that where we have different intention. perspectives. That was her intention. That is that is fucking brilliant, man. I I, I stand by that. On on first glance, call it, Lena it's and a, tell her what Martin said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah. T- I'm gonna take take this as a screen uh, as a uh, sound yeah, bit because one thing it just felt like the more they were like under this threat of the law, it was like the more they were free, especially that scene where they're driving in Florida and they're Uh like out the window and stuff. It's like they would have never done that in their regular lives, but 
but with this threat facing them, they they were allowed to be more free. Yes, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's a I, very good interpretation. Th- it, it really is. That is extremely yeah. brilliant. Um, also, to your point though, like they had it, the chance to really like gain real intimacy, right? Right. That yeah. they wouldn't have had um, otherwise. Otherwise, yeah. That's dope, man. No, I, I think um, I recommend it. I think it's a very important film, um, um, and, and I think it's gonna get. I think it's gonna age very, very, very well. I agree. Yeah, it's gonna age very well. I I don't know. I think to like I love this stuff. I love like of course that slave narrative thing. But I think there's a lot of like stupid decisions that if you watch crime movies, you would be like. It would take you out of the movie. I think. Yeah. I guess that's what allowed me to find that slave narrative thing. It was like they they're making bad decisions. I have to think about this movie in a different way. So so that's to, what Martin to said me, to me. We had a little sidebar. Ah, uh, when I was trying to fix my shit. No, in uh, the chat. Weirdo. Oh, in the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but but see, to me, even that is brilliance in itself, right? It's like. If, as long as there's a reason, like that—that that was another par- portion of me trying to figure out underneath the hood what these scenes were really trying to say. Because it's like, I think as long as it has a reason, it's a good vehicle. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, like our perspective of what we would have done—that's the only thing that we're sort of um, intruding upon, like these characters. What we would have done different. Right. But if they are them, they are whole people. You right. know. So um, uh, we. I can't say what I would have done in that situation had I, I've never been in it. You know what I mean? I oh, it's definitely projection on my part that they were stupid decisions. And funny enough, like that is that's a that's a phrase from Martin. They make dumb decisions. Yeah. They make dumb decisions. Oh, he's like, oh, they made really really good choices. They make do stupid choices. I was thinking about you while I was watching the movie. I was like, Martin will think this is a dumb choice, right. and I agree. But to, but you're right too. Like you can't project your own conjecture of a situation you've never been in before right. onto somebody else. Right. Yeah. Amazing, man. Um, uh, I I think this is a good place to drop it off at, guys. This, yeah. No, this, I'm with it. You you with it? Yeah, I'm um, glad y'all made amends. I I wholeheartedly appreciate you, bro. No man, for, thank you for having me. Man, for, I told you I would be here. Yeah, and you, you know were here. I, mean? I pulled up. Is, is there any possibility of getting you to sign a gag order to say if anybody wants to know your perspective further, they have to come to the kind of movie critics podcast? Is there any way of getting you to sign that? <laughs> we'll talk I'm about it. All or, this shit up. Or are you whoring <laughs> yourself to the rest of the publications from here on in? <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. Cool, nah, I'm, I'm saying that, but like this, when we turned the mic off, I was definitely about to ask the same question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we I leave that in the episode. Uh, verbal contracts. Um, uh, and then uh, one of these days, uh, y'all are going to let me get my hot take off about how Night Night Shyamalan is uh, now actually. Now you're just trolling me. No, 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 no. Is actually Jordan Peele's tethered. <laughs> I'm dead ass. No, I gotta I'm go. Dead ass, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, thank y'all so much, man, for listening to this podcast. Hope you learned something. Um, Things we have coming up. Uh, wh- wh- oh, well, the only shit. thing I know for sure that we're doing is Watchmen. Um, Succession. Succession, for sure. yeah. Uncut Gems for sure. Uncut yeah, Gems for sure. You trying to see that? What? Absolutely. Nigga, what? I'm opening presents. I'm coming out of the onesie and I'm going straight to the theater, dog, to yeah. see I think Uncut it comes Jones. Out next week, maybe. I don't know if it I thought it came out, out Christmas. Oh, I thought it comes out. What about, uh, oh, no, tr- what is it? No Mercy or Mercy? Y'all gonna check that I, out? I want to see that just because I like Brian Stevenson, the lawyer that it's based upon. Right. I, I, I really love that man. I feel like he does the Lord's work for real, bro. You think Michael right. B. Jordan's gonna, like, give a great performance? I mean, I think he's gonna give it his best. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn. I think he's gonna give it his best. I Damn. mean, that ain't. I mean, listen. I rather, in the words of Will Smith, man, I rather deal with somebody that give me a hundred percent with like a little bit of talent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but give me all of what they got, as opposed to like a nigga that's very talented and give you sixty percent. Don't do the baby like that. Who? <laughs> The baby, yeah, the baby. <laughs> no, no, I like, I like Mike. I told uh, Michael B. Jordan has great presence to me, but he has a, a little ways to go as an actor. But wow, he has, he has amazing wow. presence. I love him, man. Damn. Um, <laughs> that's it, man. Remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics. Oh wait, oh wait a minute. Let me give the uh, follow us on social yeah, media. Follow us on social Jesus. media at kind of movie critics. Follow us on social media. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> or kind of movie critics on Instagram and Facebook, and kind of movie crits. C R I T S on. Twitter. Um, uh, if you're it, whatever platform you're listening on, if it has reviews, pick it up. Give us a five star, even if you don't fuck with us. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> even even if, if you don't, especially if you don't fuck with us. Yeah, that part. Yeah. That part. Uh, and remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are, and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an on ear network production.